and we're live gentlemen what's up guys what's happening Damn. pj good to see you guys man it's good to see you foster yeah. you know you guys make that this is what makes the week for me is hanging out with you guys honestly it's yeah, like hanging out with old we did the show last uh, a couple days ago with all my high school buddies, and PJ, you opened it with us, and Foster, you ended it with us, and it was like I was hanging out with all my buddies from high school. Still, I love the questions that you had, PJ. That was. <laughs> oh, thank you, man. I appreciate it. <laughs> that was I awesome. Gotta, I gotta go back and watch it. I actually missed that the whole thing, man. I haven't got time to go look at it, but I'm gonna. That was like uh, goopies. That was actually uh, off the top of my head, too. King Foster. <laughs> I gotta go back and watch it. I, you know, I, I, I've been meaning to get to that, but I, I you know, yeah. well, I had to catch up on Greg Gabriel and all my other stuff, dude. I get so, it, of course. I, I put you last. I'm sorry, but I did. You were on the show. Why would you go back and watch it? Who cares? I wanted to see PJ stuff, man. I didn't get to see any of that. Uh, it was I didn't good. Get on it until late, man, because I was doing things. So it was good. And what's even more interesting is that from that is uh, our our guest next week is. Uh, Lester Wiltfong Jr., who I found out after the invite, thanks to you, Foster, uh, that he went to the same high school as us. And he knows Tom Noda very well. They played um, in the shoot the bull yeah. many times. They played softball. Uh, he was like five years um, older than us. He graduated in 88. We graduated in 93. But that was that was fun. So it's going to be interesting uh, next week when we have Walter, I should say, uh, Lester Wiltfong Jr. on the show because Tom Noda is going to come back and uh, give him a little surprise. Yeah. Don't worry. He's not going to watch this. He won't know. No, I don't. <laughs> he might. I, I sent I sent Lester the link to the show shows just so he knew what he was getting himself into. Are you guys excited for training camp? I am. Indeed. Indeed. I, I am ready, ready, man. I'm I've excited. excited. I've been excited since before the draft. People are talking about the law, and I'm going, man. After waiting so long, how could how could you have a law? I have had no law this summer during the off season, man, because there's always something little to talk about. And I'm still excited from the last two drafts, man. Everything he's done since he's gotten here with polls. Mm -hmm. well, I'm ready. I'm excited because I I was a big fan. I've been a big fan of Cole Komet from day one. You know, homegrown kid, literally. And now he's, I mean, he's living the dream, guys. Could you imagine yeah. being drafted by the Bears and now you're going into your second contract? Four years, 50 million, 32 Ooh. million guaranteed. And I heard you found out 20 minutes before uh, practice started. Yeah. <laughs> what kind of a mind screw is that, right? You got to, you got to, wait a second. I got to, I have to prepare to go out in front of all these people and talk about. <laughs> By fifty million dollars after getting fifty million dollars, what? <laughs> Wait, can I take the day off now because of that? <laughs> right, exactly. Yeah, absolutely. Get out. <laughs> well, that there is that and more to come on the show, guys. Awesome to see you again, Kitty. Let's kick this shit off. Bears country. Where is it? You down with BCP? 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 You down 
I'm picking it up from. Dude, I got it from your brother. Come on. His brother's not. His brother's not always good either. You know. (laughs) (laughs) Once I have time to perfect the video that you showed me of your grandkids dancing, I'll make that. I'll I'll get out of my seat to do it. How about that? Uh-oh. We don't have that much time in our lives left, Pete. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you know, you might because although I had reserved this, oh, it's gone. I duh. I had reserved it for you last mm-hmm. week, PJ. Um, when you were coming on the show, we never got to pull it up while you were on. So it ended up becoming Foster's high school. Your picture. Oh, yeah. so, he skated out of that one, PJ. Those pictures when, when everybody was in high school. He's go, he goes, oh, by the way, I got yours, Foster, too. And I'm going, what? And then he pulls this crap up, and I'm going, well, I, I, did, I did get rid of the head. This off, but I guess it could be me. You grew into the head? Well, you know, the, the, the bottle top. Remember, I had last week I had a brood head. I'd reserve yeah. that burn for you too, PJ. And then hey, hey I see it. I see the resemblance for Foster. I see the resemblance. <laughs> <Yeah>. I'm golden. <laughs> he just, oh, he just oh, grew oh, into the head. golden oldie or something like that. He changed his beard into like a long, like a yeah, long. See? That's what I'm saying. Like a tr- like a like a, a, a what do they call that? The Mexican a choro. <laughs> Man, that, that's hey Dan. That's what we both we both might look like by the time the Bears make the playoffs if it happens. Oh, that's 16. true. Oh, see, uh, Squeegee says his best. The head looks the same. <laughs> <laughs> he did not. He said the herd looks the same. The herd. Looks the same. I thought he said the head. <laughs> he meant to say head. I'm sure know, he did. I know. <laughs> You know Let's just take a look. Right, ready? Ready? That's there it. That's it. Yep, that's, <laughs> that's it. That's <laughs> it. You guys are lost, man. <laughs> it's okay. Someday you'll be found. Guys, thank you for joining us from chat tonight. We have Doug Van Dorn. We have Retro. We have Mark Kazak. We have Mr. Mayhem. Brian Gilmore joining us from chat. Yep. Squeegee, what's up, Squeegee? Squeegee. I love what uh, where where did it go? What what uh, Retro just said? Uh, Mister Shirty's sprinkler is broken. Dead grass. <laughs> I didn't get that, but I do have a sprinkler system that's broken. That's so that's he, he's like he has like uh, this. He's, he's like foreshadowing. He's a stalker. That's all. He's a stalker. <laughs> Joe Trivia. Joe Trivia. Treviso. Thanks for joining us, Joe. James Ford, thanks for joining us, man. It is great to see you guys every week. We love you guys. You are you are what makes this show go around. I mean, uh, we truly guys, appreciate you guys. Absolutely appreciate you guys. So we're missing um, Walt. Walt is going to join us tonight, but we do have Chris Watts from across the pond who's going to be hanging out with us tonight we're very excited because we have some we have a game to go to here coming up very soon just a couple of months away so let's bring in chris watts and see what he has to say i'm a poet and didn't know it hey 
Mr. What's Watts. up, Chris Watts? Mr. Watts in the house. How you do? How you do, fellas? Super Bowl, baby. I'm off to Disneyland. I'm off to Disneyland. <laughs> uh, I take it we're not smoking the same thing, are we, Chris? <laughs> I, I couldn't. I couldn't possibly. I uh, I possibly I couldn't possibly comment on that, uh, Foster. I couldn't. I can't comment on that. I don't know. I haven't, I haven't got. A, I haven't got a clue what you're on about, old man. <laughs> my, my bad. I'm, I'm smoking bugler. I just figured you weren't smoking bugler. No, Foster's smoking the legal weed, and and Chris is smoking the shit out of his backyard. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I just want to say as well is uh, congratulations, Dan, on your first year of uh, BCP. I know I text you about it, but I'd like to see it on air, and it's uh, it's great to see you guys, man, as well. And, and it says that training camp started, and and it feels like football's back a bit. And like you said, Dan, it long now until I come over and see you. So uh, yeah, it's great to be back on the show, fellas. Absolutely, it's good, great to have you. Absolutely. It's great to have you, man. It's, it it's always a pleasure to have you on, my friend. How so? Let's just ask you: How are you feeling about this training camp? Like, uh, as we go into it, give us your perspective. Uh, I think I think this training camp, from what I've gathered from from uh, watching the uh, the interviews over the last sort of couple of days, it sounds like the offense is definitely going to be ramped up in the scheme. It sounds to me like, from what I gather from Getsy, is like last year they could only really do a basic scheme and offense. So I think this year it's going to be a lot. I think in training camp it's going to be a lot more of a complicated offense are going to be learning, uh, and it's just going to be great to see how the new guys fit in as well, especially. The linebackers that we've got, you know, that's going to be really interesting. And, you know, I, just, I mean, to me, really, in football, to put the pads on, which is, I think, it's another week or six days away until they can put the pads on. So, uh, yeah, I'm really excited, man. I, I just hope nobody gets injured. I mean, it's that time of year where you want everybody to compete, but you don't, you know, you don't want people, uh, you know, getting injured. Um, so uh, let's just hope that nobody gets any injuries and, and also as well, I can't believe that people are doing that thing where they're going, oh, Justin Field missed one pass. And you're thinking, it's like a second-day training camp. That's why you have training, is to make the mistakes. Now I'm not in the game. And it's so fucking annoying, man, that. I mean, it's just lazy journalism. That's what I put it down to. But, uh, yeah, I just hope it's going to be a competitive camp, no injuries. And I just want to see the offense go, go up a ramp, i.e., you know, making it a bit more of a... Uh, Bit more of a scheme which has got a bit more depth to it, and uh, you know, and, and letting uh, Justin just you know be a, a pocket passer a bit more. I have to take a moment here for Retro, who's just donated two dollars to Super Chat. Thank you, Retro. He's saying, Where is the caption option? What the fuck is he saying? And I'm, gonna, and, I, and I'm gonna, I'm gonna defend you by saying, I think that you're talking much more easy to understand than you did on the first show, BCP. Would you not agree? I think you've been putting your, your well, effort into it. Well, I, I'm trying to sort of speak a bit posher, a bit more sort of clearer and a bit slower, but I think it's because of his earbuds in. It seems to be picking up my voice a lot better rather than the actual plug-in, you know, your normal headphones, what you get with your, with your phone. So I think that's making a lot of difference. But I haven't really spoke to anybody for about two weeks. So it's a bit, so it's just like I feel like I've got like hundred million things to talk about. So uh I'll play you know, but like obviously it's all gonna be bear related, but uh yeah, I mean I, I thought, you know, 
I thought I thought I've got a little bit better over the last couple last sort of year or so, but I have got a Yorkshire accent, but I ain't gonna change it so you can go fuck yourself, Retro. <laughs> <laughs> but hold on though, Chris. You said you haven't talked to nobody in two weeks. What are you in solitary or something, man? What's going on? <laughs> but more, more or less, mate, more or less I'm just let out on an evening and then they take me back in through the daytime. But no, it's just uh yeah, it, uh, it's just it's yeah. I mean, Dan knows my situation. It's it's a bit complicated at the moment. Um, but yeah, I mean, I, I I suffer greatly from depression, so I can't work at the moment. Uh, which you probably don't, you can't believe. Just you know, because I always come over being quite quite bubbly and up for it, which I am. But uh, yeah, so I live on my own. So sometimes, if you know, if people are busy, I can be on my own like a week really about having like a. You know, I, I, on the phone conversation, but having like a face to face. Um, so I was so glad that Dan said come on the show because I was going a little bit fucking crazy. I think it, it was like what you call um, that film where that guy stuck in an island and all he's got is a ball, what yeah. castaway, whatever it was called. Oh, so I will get, I will get a little bit like that. Well, that's why I made the GoFundMe for you to get your ass out of your shell, come across yeah. the pond, come hang out with us to watch a Bears game. Yes. Yeah. The, yeah. The, the woman who's been hunting the woman who's been hunting for you is in the in the audience tonight. She, it's my sister saying hi. Hello. <laughs> I don't know if you remember, hello, hello, she, Linda. She was the one who asked a long time ago to hear your voice. Oh, that, that? that's yeah, she did. Yeah, room there. Yep. That's your ticket to moving here, Chris. Okay, okay. I'll see you now. <laughs> Give me that green card. <laughs> Foster is hooking you up with his sister. Oh she my even, god. She even came on the show Tuesday night and mentioned you briefly. Yeah, 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 yeah she did. Yeah, so hi, 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 Linda. Hope you're doing well. Swifty's in the house. What's up? he says, Yo, Bear Brothers, what's up, Swifty? Swifty in the hizzy. Swifty. He says, sorry, miss the anniversary show. It's okay, Swifty. We know that you are uh, extremely busy. We appreciate you being here, man. Swifty in the... Wait, Swifty beat my spouse. No, he didn't say that. <laughs> Never mind. <laughs> hey, Swifty, I'm watching all of your videos, man. I appreciate them, man. I'm enjoying yeah. them. Keep up the good work, Swifty. Nothing but love from BCP Swifty. Nothing but Absolutely, love. Absolutely, man. I just watched like the last four shows today. I think I caught on up, finally caught up on all his stuff, man. Yeah, yeah. it's it's hard to keep up on, actually. Fucking Foster. <laughs> mm. Thanks, Swifty. <laughs> I truly enjoy his videos. His videos will be awesome. Yep. I ain't lying. I, I like them. I really like them a lot. I, I He's killing it, man. Every one of them, man. And he's a, he's he's a he's a big fan of BCP, so we are happy to have you as as one of our own, Swifty. And we want to get you back on the show again uh, as soon as possible. So let us know about that. I know you took a little bit of, of a break. Well needed, by the way. Right? Should I need one? <laughs> you're like shit. Foster, are you going to go to any training camp uh, things? I I was trying to. I just don't see how I'm going to be able to do it. Okay. Um, well, too, too it's much. different now because the you either get the tickets or you don't. Right. It's unlike yeah, I, your past. I, I know. I know people going there, and they said they're getting in. They just gotta. They just gotta wait around and find some way to, to do it. I, I don't know exacts on it, but I said a couple of people were like, "Dude, come on, because we'll get in." And I'm like, I, I just don't have the time, man. 
So, well, I think you have to. Uh, I think you have to uh, apply for the tickets online. I think you it's do. like a lottery system. That's how. Uh, that's how people get tickets. But I don't think. I don't think it's going to cost you anything. Well, uh, but yeah, I remember. I remember just uh, hearing. They're all gone. Sorry, that's what that. They're oh, gone. they're all gone. Sorry, right? They're right. free, but right. they they only give out a limited number, and right. you have to get in there asap. Yeah, I see Bears film. Uh, what is that Paulski? Paulski. 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 Paulski's in, in the there, house. Man. He says he couldn't get tickets either. I have no tickets, Bearski. I just I have friends that they kind of pull stuff. So, Swifty says he might have an extra ticket for the two practices in Indy. Mm, That's oh. what I was trying to. We were talking about it before, Peach, because you keep you brought it up a few times, and I'm going, man, I if I could swing that, because one is that. That's that's in between one of the preseason games. Yeah, that's the week. That's before week uh, two, August nineteenth is the game uh, in Indy. I'm actually going to that game. That's the game I'm going to. Okay. Are you going to that game, uh, oh, Swifty? Are you going to that game, Swifty? I know he he's going to be at training camp. I just wonder if he's going to be at that game. Hmm. Well, he said he might have two extra. He might have for the an training extra camp. ticket for the two an extra ticket for training camp. Yeah. Yeah. So I don't know about the games, but you know what? I really hate the way they're doing it now with these tickets and things. I I, I really enjoy just being able to walk there and uh, we just walk up and just get in and. That was that was good times. That 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 ticket stuff just blows me. I still think Planville used to be the greatest man because you could oh, just yeah. hang out there. Except when I got a super speeder going there. Yeah, well, late. You don't, you don't do that. <laughs> who, who do you think you are? Who who do you think you are, Jordan Addison? <laughs> Swifty says he might go to the game now if you're going, PJ. Well, I am going. I'm, I'm like I said, I'm going to uh, I'm going to the game with my grandsons first. First game there ever be yet, and I'm taking my son as well. So, yes, that's going to be a lot of fun. Yeah, yeah. That sounds that sounds very expensive. <laughs> very expensive, and but it's a thing I can mark off my. It'd bucket. be awesome. Yeah, is it something yeah. I can mark off? Yeah, my of bucket? course. Because I never, I never taken yeah. my son to a uh, a a uh, professional game. We've been to like some college football games and uh, high school, of course. We've never been to a pro game together, so I'm going to take him, his sons, and then my daughter's sons as well. So, yes. Oh, awesome, mate! That that be that be such a nice day, that mate. That be that be such a nice day. I remember I used to take my uh, my late dad to um, we used to go to the cricket, and uh, I used to take him to see Leeds United, which is our local soccer club, which is now owned by the 49ers, incidentally, which is quite strange. Um, Yeah. Man. Yeah, the so the forty nine ers took over. I think I think they completely take over. I think well, like a couple of months ago. But unfortunately, Leeds United have just got relegated from the Premiership. So uh, it's all you know. It's all it's uh, they lose so much money when they get relegated clubs do. But uh, yeah, I used to love taking them in. Especially like when I paid for the ticket as well, because my dad used to take me everywhere when I were a, a kid when I was playing sports. It was just uh, a nice way of returning them favors what I did when I was younger. So you'll have a blast, man. That'd be such a nice day. Oh yeah, I agree. I agree. I I love uh, the way Indianapolis have their dome. You know, if you're in a hotel, you don't ever have to really come outside. Yeah. You can just walk around that uh, circle, cir- city circle, and man, get to everywhere you need to go. So I enjoy that venue, how they do it over there. And I see that uh, Paulski said he's giving out some free T-shirts. 
mm -hmm. at the first uh, preseason game, tailgate. Week one tailgate, right. Oh, Bear week Ski one. I'm film. Week one. But dude, Paulski, Bearski film was, uh, he was a great guest on the show. He was a lot of fun. You guys got to check him out over there, too. He's He's got some awesome videos. I love the the soundtracks he, he makes yeah. for them, too. He's He does a really good job. Yeah, definitely. I just was watching some of his stuff, too, the other night. He put out, like, two or three videos in the last few days here. Highlight yeah. stuff. Great shit, man, Phil. So, yes. guys, what do you think about – let's just go around the horn. UPJ, Foster, Chris Watts, uh, in, in that order. One to ten, level of excitement with the Comet signing, the the, the extension. Uh, I say I'm about a seven or eight. Yep. Explain. I'll explain. Um, one, what makes me excited is Poles actually re-signed one of our own players. So that was the exciting part. The tight end position for me is, eh, it's, I mean, it's important, but eh, I'm not really super excited about that. That's why I give it about a seven or eight. I mean, don't get me wrong. I like, I like Komet. And I'm glad he's on our team, but I mean he's not like one of my favorite players, so I'm about a seven or eight. All right, well he's out of here. So anybody <laughs> anything better than a seven or an eight? Man, I better go higher now, huh? I'm gonna put it up pretty high. Eight, eight nine. Then they're better. <laughs> Eight, nine, because I think the tight end position is so important. And this is probably the best. I mean, just with Tanya and Komet, when was the last time we had two tight ends that uh, that could play? Like, well, when we had both types of tight ends, an X and a move at the same time, who were quality players. When was the last time we hit? Did we ever have that? Mm -hmm. That's a question I'm asking, because go back, back in the X's. I want to say the, the early 2000 team, but I'm, I'm, I can't ever, I could never really put that we had both of those guys at the same time ever. No. And to me, Tanyan's, I, I love that signing. I still, I love that signing, man. That that made that whole tight end room, it, it just took it up two more steps just by bringing that guy in. Because now we have a true move, move tight end. And, and Komet could kind of play both. He's not going to be the greatest move tight end, but they could they could mess with that position now, which in the past we couldn't. You you knew Komet was going to block somebody, especially last year because the line stunk. So so we needed help block on the line. Hopefully this year the line comes together by week three, four, week three, four, five, and then these guys can do the things that they're best at doing, both of them, because they're not the same type of players. We know that. So I, I'm excited. I think moving forward, it's it's a step in the right direction. And PJ, you, you mentioned it too because he's not only did he sign a play, re-sign one of our players. Right. Uh, Komet wasn't even his draft choice, man. That's what I'm saying. So he's going mm. on the fact that he feels this guy is quality. He's dedicated. He's buying into the system. He's productive. We know what he can do on the field, man. Look at the last two seasons. Look at last year. Imagine if he didn't have to block all the times he had to stay in and block what his numbers could have been. If there was a, you know, a complete line there, what would his numbers have been last year? Cause, cause he would have fields probably would have been going to him more yep. because he really didn't have anything. Sure. Other than 
Komet was probably his surest receiver last year. Two Think things about. to this. I have to I have to acknowledge the ten dollars super chat from Steve. Thank you, Steve. Steve. Support BCP. We appreciate you. Absolutely, man. Help keep help us keep things going here. Keep this keep, keep the this lights show out going here. And, and moving forward. Appreciate <laughs> you, Steve. Thank you. Um, but the other thing is, even Mo like Mooney said himself that uh, Komet was he's a big like one of his favorite players on this team. His favorite teammates is Cole Komet. And because of what he brings to the team and how they've been working together, and it's it's all in like Cole Komet gives you that. You know, mm -hmm. it's just like any one of us. If we could just mm -hmm. be Cole Komet, we'd be doing the same damn thing that he's doing, giving it 110%. And my goodness, if you can wake up and find that you have a $50 million contract from that playing for the Bears. Yeah. How how insane would that be? And Chris, talk about that. Like if, if you played football, you grew up a Bears fan because of the Bears. Imagine they give you a $50 million contract to continue playing for them. Like, talk about that. Um, I mean, I mean, it, it, it's like, that would be like the ultimate dream, wouldn't it? It would be like the, it'd be like, you know, when you're like, when you're younger and you dream about, you know, scoring that winning touchdown. That, that's what I'd pretty like. It'd be like, you know, it's, it's sort of, that, that, that money is sort of beyond, that is like everybody in his family probably for like the rest of the, the family generations going down the line are going to be sorted out with money. But I feel, I, I, I mean, I, I personally would have given it about, I'm very much similar to PJ really, about seven or eight. Uh, because I think the commit is that you've sit yeah, baby. How can I not, how can I not agree with you, PJ? You know what I mean? <laughs> Looking all smooth and all that tonight. But uh, no, I mean, I think good thing about Cole Komet is that you've actually seen him progress every year. And like, I know like people were quite down on the guy for like his first couple of years. But I mean, I've heard loads, loads of people say, well, you know, a tight end can take up about three or four years in the NFL to really sort of master that position. Because obviously you're blocking, but obviously, you know, you're a wide receiver as well. So, um, yeah, I, I'm really happy about the signing, man. I mean, that, that, I mean, that catch of it last year, against the, the Atlanta Falcons is probably worth half of that just just in one go because that was such an, uh, an amazing catch for that. The body control and everything was just amazing. So, yeah, I, I'm happy for him. I bet the running backs aren't particularly happy because um, they're, they're getting paid absolutely nothing these days, which absolutely boils my blood being a former <laughs> running back. Um, it really pisses me off, man. Like, you know, like Barkley, what's he got, 11, 11 million a year? You know what I mean? And he's like, I mean, he's an awesome player, but he's been injured quite a bit as well. And you just think, you know, the running back now, it's, oh, it's so annoying me, man. It's so annoying because they're still, they're still involved in the game. It's not like, it's not like offensive coordinators are completely stopped running the ball or using a running back for pass protection or, you know, out, coming out the backfield for the receiver. Uh, but maybe it might just tilt back again. The market might tilt back if offenses start running the ball. Because I think, if you run a lot in the NFL, I think you could do really well. It's like we proved and Bears proved last year that we were the top running game, uh, running team in the league. And the thing I think a lot of that has to do as well that a lot of the players are not particularly great tacklers these days. So I think if you can get like you know run them like like Derek Henry does, get up you know run run down the throats. So I, I think that still works these days. I think it's sort of a bit snobbery. What's come to running backs, but getting back to Cole, Cole Komet, yeah, I'm, I'm very happy that he's with us and old grown guy as well. It must be just like 
your head must just go, wow, this is everything I've dreamed about as a child. And, you know, all the work he's put in and all his family. And it yeah. must must be like the, the best feeling in the world. So you feel like as well that that, that the club, club can see your worth as a player. And also, I think a lot of that has to do how he is in the locker room from what I gathered from watching uh, a few interviews today. So uh, hats off to the guy, man. And uh, I just hope he keeps improving like he is. And uh, and I think, like like Foster said, I think the signing we got as well, the guy from Green Bay as well, I think, that, that, I think he'll be a bit more receiver type. I think that could open out a bit more for Kemet as well. Let me, let me just add something real quick. Uh, I think... I think adding or extending Cole Komet is like buying a brand new minivan. It's something that's needed, but you're not super excited about it because you're looking at that Corvette, but you got that uh, minivan because you got six kids to carry around. That's how I kind of look at it. <laughs> <laughs> With this money, he can buy the whole block for he can buy his he can pay off his, <laughs> his parents' house, buy the house next door, buy the house next door, right? Put his right. whole family on the block. Right. I mean, like I said, I mean I, I I like it. I just, you know, I ain't super excited about it. But what do you feel about it, uh, Jordan? I love it, man. Like it I he's He's said it himself that when he got drafted, he wasn't the best blocking tight end. And he's developed into a better blocking tight end just because of the two schemes he was in. They relied on that more, and they, they need him to do that. He's he's taken to the task. Okay. He's just being a homer right now, so uh, he's, got, he's out of here. He, he just went too far with it. See, I, I was testing him. He, he just showed me. <laughs> Hold on a second. Aren't you the ultimate homer? <laughs> yes, I yeah, am. Yeah, I'm going to say You're giving me shit for this? That, that, hold on a second. That means you are out of here. Get out of here. Yeah. <laughs> Man, it's, 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 it's vicious on this show, and it's vicious. You've only got to be careful what you say. I'm shitting myself now. I keep thinking PJ's just going to get rid of me. Okay, you know what I mean? It's just like vicious. <laughs> the general PJ for fuck's sake, man. <laughs> PJ's handle on the screen said, the, "What did it say? Like the ultimate Homer, or the? It always was something about Homer, and you've since changed it. But it was all about you being the ultimate Homer, and now you cut me for well, being you know, a Homer. Well, here's the thing, though. I think it was Paulski that said it best. So think about it. This was the first Bears player." Since Tariq Cohen, that is a Bears drafted player that has got extended, that's pretty sad. You know what I'm saying? I mean, I'm glad that's what I'm saying. I'm mm. glad we did it. I'm glad he you know, he is that guy, but it's like pretty sad that we went that alone without extending our own players. And it's finally happened with Komet. Yes, I agree. That's so a seven or eight. But does that are you? Do you have reservations now because of that? No, I'm like I said. I want him. I want him as our tight end. I want wait, him you want it. Wait, how bad do you want him? I don't want him that bad. <laughs> Just simmer down. <laughs> so simmer down. Now. Simmer down. I don't know, like a scale of one to ten. What is <laughs> what's going on here? <laughs> this, plane, this plane flies straight. 
That's all I got. Let's <laughs> play five straight. <laughs> so, oh so I mean, but, but it I'm, doesn't fly straight this way, right? It's just right, straight this way. There's straight. two different directions of straight. <laughs> is, that, is that a disease or something? <laughs> <laughs> when it doesn't fly straight, it's some type of disease. I know what it is. <laughs> so, I mean, being a tight end, because, you know, that's one of the – like I said, it's like a not a one of those like a defensive end or wide receiver, quarterback. Those things you really get excited about. It's a it's a position that's yeah, it's okay. I mean, you know, it, it's it's purposeful, but it's not something that really gets your blood to boiling. That's Steve, Steve S says Komet's current production is he is overpaid. Bears are betting on his upside. I like it. Is that does that kind of go along to your thoughts, PJ? Well, I mean, I think I've seen where they said he's the number nine paid tight end right now. So I'm wondering how many of us think he's a number nine talent-wise tight end in his performance that he has done. Mm. So is that fair to say? Yeah. Sure. Yeah. Mm. This, Swifty this says one, this one's true though, Dan. He says, Swifty says, I want commit a lot, but not as much as Mr. Shorty wants Darnell Washington's nuts. <laughs> <laughs> I said it was true. I said it was true. <laughs> yeah, that's right. You was a Darnell Washington guy. Oh, yeah, that's right. Oh, man, dude. Six months of, of wanting to get in Darnell Washington's pants or whatever he could take. <laughs> he became a stealer. That means I was right. <laughs> Did he put in what the third round or something like that? I, I don't know. PJ, PJ, he tried. He tried to, to sign him as a free agent when you couldn't sign him. He tried to draft him after he was already drafted, and then he tried to sign him as a UDFA when he was already drafted. <laughs> so the guy was relentless. We know he wants nuts. <laughs> Darnell Washington, if you remember that. He would. He, he go. He wanted Darnell Washington. I wanted Chase Young, huh? Dan going off the one like Darnell Washington. I think we we're making fun of him, of course. Oh yeah, I'll, yeah. That's oh. we're gonna have to monitor that career for, you know, on the show because if the Steelers drafted him, that usually means something. Like they, you know, they drafted Joey Porter Jr. It was like oh, I knew that was a that was a Steelers pick. I knew it from before he even got drafted. That he looks like a Steeler to me. Yeah, because his father played there, right? That's- Mm-hmm. That's been going on for 50 years, man. Yes. But there's just certain somebody. teams you wow. can tell, like, you know, a Raven. Like, okay, the Ravens aren't going to draft that guy. Yep, they did. Oh, yeah, the Steelers are going to draft that guy. Well, they did. That when, when they took Ray Lewis, man. Yeah, that's a Raven, yeah. dude. Yeah, I, I would say that until they, I didn't think Zay Flowers was a, a Raven. I didn't think he fit that mold. Zay well, Flowers. they were, you got to so, give them a break. They were reaching for Lamar, right? Yeah. Okay. Can't right. get them all, Peach. Yeah, you can't well, get him. I mean, I mean, it's just going with your narrative. I mean, I'm just trying to figure that one out. I was like, eh, I didn't see that one. You can't get them all, and the Bears couldn't get any for a long time. <laughs> that's what he said. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's what I said. That's what I said. <laughs> that's, what I said. That's, that, that's, that's, that's what we all say. <laughs> Especially if you get married once or twice. <laughs> Oh, never happened, mate. <laughs> says, still floating in the same boat. Swiggy says that Komet will be the 12th to 15th, 12th to 15th highest paid player in two years. 
and he will be 26. That'd be a good value. Wow. I mean, so is that when we lose him? When, I'm when not mad about it because you know he's on a four-year contract. We uh, front-loaded the contract to yep. where in a couple of years we're not his his salary cap is is not going to be that much. So I mean I'm I'm not hating it. I'm not even disliking it. It's just my meter is like about seven or eight. I mean it, it's it's okay. I mean mm. it's above average for me. So I'm I'm happy with it. Yeah, I'm just not excited. Two, two, three years from now, he's not going to count hardly against that salary cap when exactly. it's raised that high. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Again, again, Dan, and we talked about this setting up for that pull, that contract for Fields, because it's going to be there if he's the man. Yeah, he's going to have to pay him, and we all yeah. know it. Yeah, but he's smart enough to see this all in advance. That's even some of the guys he drafted. I won't say we got clones, but but we've got guys ready to step into the guys that are going to get contract shoes if, if he's done his job properly. And I believe he has. Talking about polls. I believe he has too. Uh, there's a lot of talk in the chat today about, uh, oh, man, who's the kid wide receiver? Looks great, but he dropped a couple balls. Uh, Tyler. Tyler Scott. Tyler Scott. He's got great separation. Yes. It looks, yes. It's looking already, and we're so early in, like, and, and that could just be jitters where he's dropping but the ball mm. because he's Rookie. a little nervous. This is his first time playing with these guys like this. Mm. So it's not even second. We'll it's not even second day out. of practice as well. Yeah. So, sorry, Foster. That's true. I mean, it's not even second day. Of, it's the second day of practice. It's ridiculous. Right. Right. You know. You know. Right. This. This is. This is. We are, We've all played sport, and this is why you are practice so you you don't make mistakes at game time, and it's sort of like. It's it's because people have to make stories out of nothing. I think it's still at this time of year, you know what I mean? It's still, you know, the end of the off season and, and I, I think it's just trying to get, you know, people try to justify the paychecks with some of the uh so, some of the articles what you read over the last sort of month or so. But uh yeah, I've completely forgot what I was on about now. Fucking hell, Foster, I'm worried now for getting like you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm only joking, mate. You know I love you. I love it, dude. I love not it. As much, I love you, but not as much as PJ. <laughs> Everybody loves PJ more, that, man. He's too nice of a guy. We got that, that's, that's why PJ is always on the top right looking down at you, Foster. <laughs> yep. All right. <laughs> uh, uh, Swifty put it. Swifty put it in order of where you're going when you die. That's why I'm always on the bottom. <laughs> <laughs> we could just roll you to the right <laughs> or down. But did you guys or hear? The, did you guys hear the report in uh, training camp that they said you know how the offenses seems to be winning more plays than uh, the defense, which is something I have never heard. And all my times mm. of being a, a Bears fan, seemed like early on in camp is always the defense that's doing the most of the winning. This oh, time right. they said like yesterday for day one, the offense ran one most of the time. It's more even today is what I've heard. So that's very uh, encouraging and very encouraging. Absolutely, because you're correct. I mean, the defense always has the advantage early in the in in anything OTAs, the preseason, the mini camps, right. Uh, they know their game plan, and, and, and if they've worked on it a little bit, it's easier to get in sync on defense, man, especially if you know exactly what your job is. Offense usually takes a little more. I got a feeling these guys have been more in cahoots than we know 
mm-hmm. talking on the offensive mm-hmm. line because it just right. it doesn't seem right. They even brought it up on Channel Seven here in Chicago uh, about the offensive line this early. I mean, day two or whatever it is, looking kind of like they're in sync already. That doesn't even sound right. Right. Yeah. Right that, that, it's day yeah. two. Yeah. Well, what did you guys hear? Have you got to um? Uh, sorry, I'm sorry, sorry, BJ. No, go ahead, Chris. No, I'm just gonna say you got. I, I'm just gonna say. I mean, you got to remember that they're not in pads yet as well. Right. So like basically, it's just like, but it's basically just like people learning a dance routine with the offensive line until they get the pads on and start hitting because it's just all foot placement and you know where you put your hands uh, for the blocks. Uh, I think I think really it, until you get the pads on, man, it's not football for me. It's right. just running around in pajamas, you know. Until you get the sweat going and the hitting going and the, the adrenaline's fucking coming up and people are barking a little bit, that's football, man. So uh, that's why I can't wait to see what they're going to say next couple of weeks of uh, of training camp. Yes, now, now I, I will say this: I, I want to get to uh, Steve's uh, super chat, but before we address that, let me say this real quick about uh, the offensive line. Right, I hear he's lost a lot of weight. Came in real good shape, so I'm real curious to see how he looks. I'm, I'm real because I heard polls talking about him. I think yesterday on an interview, in an interview with uh, is it Sylvie and Waddle? Is that? Yeah, I heard correct? that. I heard that too. Yeah, yeah. We yeah, was talking real positive about that, so I'm real curious to see right. But let's get to that super chat there, uh, Shorty. We've got a five dollar super chat from Steve again. Do you guys believe Fields is our franchise QB? Absolutely. A thousand percent. Absolutely. Absolutely. Chris Watts is making a face down there. Uh oh. I'm just. Yeah, I want to say yes. All right. Fuck off, Chris. You know what happened. You know what's going to happen, Chris. You know. You know you was going. You know you were out of there, buddy. I think he he was doing that on purpose just to avoid the whole thing, man. You would get thrown off. I hope you both I was just trying to think which which is the best side to come in on. I'm not too sure anymore. I don't know, you know, which which side of the argument shall I attack? You know, I'm just going to get wiped off the screen again. <laughs> uh, no, I, I want to I want to say it's just uh, it's just his intermediate passing. You know, like they say, the quarterback throws the uh, the ones that are like 15 to 20 yards. I mean, if he can if he can get that sorted out. Then yeah, I, I you know I like to think that he's our franchise quarterback. Uh, and I saw him being interviewed uh, just on one of the uh, press conferences they had, and he just comes over a lot more sort of confident now. And uh, he seems to have like a, a good sort of vibe with DJ Moore. He was sat next to him, and you know you could tell like they get on off field as well. You know, how they were sort of bouncing off each other. So. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm hoping so, man. I mean, my I mean my favorite Bears play well. One of my favorite Bears players is Jim McMahon, and I think he's been the best quarterback we've ever had in Bears history. Well, you're not wrong. <laughs> he won 28 games in a row. <laughs> and I, it's hard to argue against it. I mean, to be honest, it with you, it's hard to argue against yeah. it. I, I only can throw my old name here from the 40s because he won four championships. Yeah, yeah, of course, yeah. But, but I, I also as well, Jim McMahon. Go ahead, Chris. Sorry, Foster. Oh. I'm just gonna say also as well. He's just cool, he's cool as fuck as well. So <laughs> that's the that's one of the reasons I like to. One of the main reasons why I got drawn to the Bears were him and Walter Payton, uh, and he would have so cool, Jim McMahon. He still is. Uh, but yeah, I mean, I don't. I think he's our last proper franchise quarterback. I know he got injured a lot or whatever, but 
I'm watching a few of the old Bears games from like the mid eighties, and, and some of the passes you McMahon made, I've not seen Justin Field able to make them sort of passes, especially like over the shoulder passes. You know, ones where you really got to zip it in, like you know, a fifteen yard pass. Uh, so I hope Fields is a. Uh, it's about time the Bears have, have a franchise quarterback in it, boys. It's it's. I mean, even if he, even if you agree with me with Jim McMahon, that's like in the eighties. He's talking. 34 years ago. So we had debt, you know, would you for a break when it comes to the quarterback? I think that the fact that Justin Fields is 86 in the top 100 voted by the, by the players this year says enough. There's a lot. All right. Yeah. All I mean, right. Have, since they started that, have we ever had a quarterback in the top 100? No. I didn't think so. Hold of, hold of thought, sir, <laughs> yeah, I mean, started, uh, there's no one when when Mitch went to the uh, Pro Bowl, he still was never voted in at top 100. And there's a reason for that. <laughs> I agree. I, I agree. I mean, uh, I just I, I still want to go back because I never answered Scott real quick, guys. I'm definitely all in for for Fields. I believe we're going to sign him to a long term. Go back and look at his stuff from from Ohio State, dude. The guy can put the ball into places it needs to be put. It's just hard to do when you got one and a half seconds or the center in your face. Or a guy's falling down in front of you, and you got to jump over uh, one of the defensive linemen or a defensive end before you can even see where you're going to throw the ball. Right. So yeah. this year, if if the line's intact, he's going to show us that he's the guy to sign, and that's what I truly believe. Now, I shouldn't believe everything I think, but I, I believe that's what's going to happen, man. And I think Poles does too because of the way he's setting things up. Mm-hmm. But he's also mm-hmm. like everything else, and I love this. Give me information and options, and I'm going to make sure I cover all the bases. And he's covering all the bases. God forbid, what if something happens and Fields isn't here? I mean, just say it. He's got a Here's, not, here's another thing to take into account. When was the last time you saw a training camp open, maybe other than last year, but prior to that, where all the questions were directed at the general manager? Yeah. Like Ryan Poles asked three-quarters of the questions – in fact, it got like three quarters of the way through the interview yesterday when they were opening up training camp with the inter- whatever yesterday yesterday's interview. And finally, it came to uh, Ryan being asked the question. And he like answered it and he goes, oh, let's um, what do you think, coach? And it was like, my first question comes from Ryan today. That's great. Yeah. Everybody was asking Ryan Poles the questions the whole freaking time. And. Finally, Flus gets the question. He's like, oh, it's, it's like, is this my team? or his? So the fact that that's even happening is very unique because Ryan, well, all the previous mm-hmm. managers would just scapegoat out of there. They'd, they'd get out of yeah. there. Mm-hmm. I mean, but I, I think, okay. you know, part of it's the fact that, you know, Poles has done a good job of getting a better line and he is a, has definitely brought in more weapons. All these wide receivers we have with all, what, four, three speed and better. It's like, I think to piggyback on what Foster's saying, now you got the protection and you got the receivers who can get the separation. So yes, I think he w- we will see a, a big jump to uh, answer any concerns that Chris has. I think his passing is fine. He just, he now has the weapons, the guys can get the separation and mm-hmm. the protection. Mm-hmm. And, uh, I mean, uh, what, so, sorry, mate. Right. Uh, yeah, I mean, I mean, one of the things I really liked, what I picked up on on that interview you were uh, uh, talking about before, uh, Danny, just uh, 
is a man but sticking to his plan. And you feel like this plan is not just over one or two seasons. You feel like he's got a girl and it feels like it's a girl to have continual success at a decent level. And I think that's the main difference what I gather from him and our previous GM, where he just, he just seemed to react to a situation rather than make the situation what he wants it to be. Uh, I.e. signing like, uh, oh, God, what will that call back? We signed Glenn. What are we Glenn, now? Mike Glennon. Signed, yeah, Mike Glennon. As soon as he signed him, I lost all respect for that GM. Because right. I just don't know how Mike Glennon's managed to stay in the league that long because he's absolutely terrible. He must be really good at interviews or he must, you know, he must, he must like pay him some money on the tail because I just can't understand how that guy's been in the league that long. And as soon as our GM picked him, I just thought, and on the bat, I wanted to pay him as well. I was like, that's it, mate. You need to go straight away. It was just a, such a terrible position. But, yeah, I, f- I feel like with Paul's, it, it feels like he's got a plan and uh, it feels like, it, you know, it feels like it's a plan for longevity rather than just win that. Like, I mean, you see what's happened to the, to the uh, Los Angeles Rams. You know, they won the Super Bowl and they massively dropped off. And I think that's something what Paul's is trying to avoid. He wants that, you know, consistent success year in, year out and, and you know, build a dynasty if we dare use them sort of words. We've got another super chat from Retro saying, currently, Fields isn't worth the salary he will demand. But you can't say that. I mean, you could say that because when um, uh, Kirk Cousins reset the market after Jimmy Garoppolo did or vice versa, and then all of a sudden, because they made the most money out of any quarterback in the league, Aaron Rodgers had to have his contract upped. That set the standard for like these mediocre mm. quarterbacks making all this ridiculous money that then set the standard for the best quarterback making all the money. So now you, no matter how you look at it, Fields is going to be overpaid comparatively speaking to uh, prior to that, you know, uh, Kirk Cousins mm. signing or that Jimmy Garoppolo signing, if, if you will. Well, let me ask you guys this. Do you guys think that Herbert is worth being the highest paid quarterback right now? Herbert, yeah, I think I, I, I think basically they paid him just to get get you know to, no. to, before the market kept getting worse and worse and worse. How much did have to pay a QB? So they probably thought, well, despite the bullet, pay the kid now because we know if he keeps continuing this level of play, it's probably going to cost us double. So just take the gamble now. I think Herbert's a hell of a player. Absolute hell of a quarterback, and I can remember he got he got hit last year, and I think he like fractured some ribs, and he carried on playing. And hats off to the kids. So, uh, yeah, yeah. No, I, I just I love the kid. Have hats off to him. But I think the point of that question was, you know, the standard was set, the bar was set differently years ago by mediocre quarterbacks mm-hmm. when it used to be, mm-hmm. you know. Mm-hmm the Aaron Rodgers, the Tom Brady's of the world, the Patrick Mahomes. So for you to ask me if, if um, the San Diego or the, the, the LA chargers quarterback being the highest paid is worth it. Not compared to Mahomes. No, he hasn't. Well, see, see, the problem. see, I'm asking that question because the problem I have is at the rate it's going, whatever quarterback is up next, he's going to be the highest paid. And that's right. Me, oh, it's yeah. going to be, a, to be the bad precedent because, me personally, now this is just me speaking. I don't believe any one player should be paid more than ten percent of the salary cap, because you have fifty-three I players agree. 
to try to pay. And now you're shoving all this money to one guy. And besides Mahomes and uh, Brady, in the last, what, 10 or so, 10, 15 years, no quarterback outside of a rookie contract has won the Super Bowl because you can't afford to pay nobody because you're too busy paying that quarterback. And that's why I'm saying I, I that to me is I think going to ruin the game, these quarterbacks. Because remember mm-hmm. uh before they reset it what 20 years ago, when the quarterbacks, the rookie quarterbacks or the first overall picks was being the highest paid quarter or I mean, co- player before they even played it down. Now they've changed it to mm-hmm. where okay, now the quarterbacks are getting the highest paid contracts after their rookie contracts. And it's just it to me it's gonna hurt the game because teams ain't going to be able to field uh, good enough players around them. Everybody, every one of them gets paid too damn much, and the ones who pay for it are the fans. That's my opinion. Right. But mm. it's this insane thing where it's one-upmanship, man. Look, at uh, Swifty just said something mm. about $35 million. Great, because Justin's going to get about 55 I mean, 30, the $35 million deal there with Herbert, or uh, what's his name we are just talking about. Yeah. But, but there was something else, too, that I wanted to address before I go further with that, and this was because Mo Beerman, he's got this up in the chat, and it says, Trevor should not be behind Fields, period. Well, Trevor Simeon's gone, dude. P.J. Walker is the backup quarterback for the Bears now. No, he's talking about Trevor Lawrence. Trevor Lawrence. Oh, Trevor should be – I'm sorry, Mo. Trevor should be behind him. I said that when they got drafted, but that's my opinion. doesn't mean I'm right. That's because he's, what, 90 in the ranking and, and Fields was 86? Yeah, I think the thing that makes Fields higher for me than Trevor is the fact that Fields give you that running ability. Yep, Trevor. I mean, because Fields mm-hmm. can throw like yep. Trevor can throw. Yep. But Trevor cannot run like nope. like Fields can run. Absolutely. My 100% opinion. agree, Peach. That's that's it. That is the reason. He's and that's the reason why more he... dynamic to the gate the game as a quarterback than uh than Trevor ever will. That's the reason why he ended up uh, ultimately becoming the better quarterback in high school and in college, Justin Fields, because he had that extra element to it. He, and he has the it factor to it that I think that as we, st- it could very well be a Jaguars bears Super Bowl in the future guys. Yeah. No, yeah. no, no. Trevor, Trevor's good. I'm not going to take anything from Trevor. If it comes down to that, I, I would put all my money on Justin Fields, not even being a bears fan. Yeah, I mean, I just think, you know, Fields give you more than what Trevor gives you. I mean, but Trevor's a good quarterback. Mm-hmm. I'm not taking anything from oh, him yeah. there. Yeah, I mean, I mean you got you got to think as well what uh, what Trevor had to deal with as well in, in Jacksonville with that, that coach uh, last year, um, that, that college coach, I can never remember his name. Who, uh, you know, I heard one story about the, the played away. Uh, and he didn't even get on the plane back with a team and then ended up at a bar what he owned somewhere in Ohio or whatever. And he was, you know, photographed grinding against a young girl. And, uh, you know, if you're like, which hats off to the guy, you know what I mean? Because I won't mind him, you know, can get away doing that, is it? It's not too bad, you know what I mean? But even so, um, 
you know, you're a, you're a you're a quarterback in your first year. And you've got all that drama around you, and you're playing for a, a franchise which traditionally struggles anyway. You know, his head must have been all over the place, and you can just tell when they brought in the Eagles coach last year how how much his game improved. They actually had a proper coach who coached a team who's been there, won a Super Bowl, and that's all it takes is to sat, get, find that little cog what fits right. And I think he's a hell of a player, man. He's, he's I think he'd be. I think he'll be right up there for the next three or four years, definitely. Mm-hmm. We'll see in about 10 or 12 weeks in my eyes. <laughs> we have a, it's going to be here before you know it. We'll all be talking about crap we're talking about right now is going to be so different, and it's eight, ten weeks from now. Oh, yeah, yeah. We should probably- once, once you see it, people are going to have to believe it when they see it. We should probably pause for a commercial break. What the hell's that? Wolf. Oh. <laughs> I'm Gilroy Cunnings, and I run Brooklyn Ball Barbers. New York Can you hear that? Unfortunately, yes. Anniversaries, doctor visits. Why is that not coming through my... services to any occasion. The male genitalia is not the loveliest of God's creations. <laughs> this is from Retro. That figures. Include landing bolt, flat tops, bullseyes, the bro dazzle, cross <laughs> landing strips, and the comb over. A lot of guys who come through these doors and the their mug. We do handlebars, truckers, and shovels. There's no greater source of insecurity for a man than the size, shape, and haircut of his penis. And I like to think that the work I do is therapeutic, even spiritual in nature. Our work covers all areas from the belly button. Absolutely terrible. Some customers come in just for the shampoo massage. We get lots of big names coming in here: Jay Z, Dwayne Johnson, Ron Howard. Donation to Cox of Love, a local charity, bringing Merkins to those in need. With the straight razor, there is no room for error. Mitchell has too much time on his hands and toes. Hair bears on, and this is the first time he's been on a while, and he sees this shit when he turns on the fucking show. (laughs) (laughs) What the hell, man? Poor guy. (laughs) Oh, my goodness. My goodness. Yeah, Retro sent that to me. I was like, I had to play that. That was hilarious. (laughs) <laughs> it, it, it was playing through the mic from my computer, though, so hopefully you could hear it well enough. <laughs> oh my god! It had, it had words. On I, it. I, just, I just get, I just get thinking, though, Dan. I get because until you know, until you told us that it was Retro's uh, video, I kept thinking <laughs> I'm gonna travel five thousand miles to meet this motherfucker and watch his videos about men getting the ball shaved and. <laughs> And I was questioning my sanity and life choices all the way through that advert with you, Dan. Well, <laughs> Until well, you said it was Retro's video. Chris, you're going on. You're going to be hitting 50 this September. It's about time that you invest in this. Greetings. I'm Dr. Dick Richards. Have you ever thought you were done going giddy? Only moments later to find a drip or two or three in your underwear? Have you ever felt ashamed? Well, feel ashamed no more. Even the iconic legendary musician Elvis Presley has had his own share of drippy dip. For all the males and the day, them, there, though, thou arts out there, 
Anyone with a dick. I've invented a revolutionary patented design called Drippy Dicks. Our state-of-the-art patented design can absorb up to two and a half cups of pee-pee. adhesive side down in your banana hammock. Watch Drippy Dicks go to work. The banana hammock is still dry. Just look at that absorption. Drippy Dicks. Made by a dick for a dick. Drippy Dicks. <laughs> I forgot to play that for my my high school boys last week. They would have laughed their fucking asses off. Hey, Dan, 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 Dan that, that, that was the first time I actually realized that's you in the video. Get the fuck out of here. Honestly, honestly. Because of the hair. Because right. of how you done your hair in the video, I didn't rec- I thought I did I just didn't even like think it was you and then obviously, you know, watching it keenly, uh and it's you. <laughs> me? Look, look. Greetings. I'm Dr. Dick Richards. Have you ever thought you were done going pee pee? I'm on a release I'm on yeah, but I'm on a release of CD down with your with your glasses on and your bears cap, so uh oh, yeah. for ages hey hey what's going on with Foster man? I actually Plus, you look like me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. There's his drippy dick. That's, his, that's a slight My drippy Afro, dick Afro, Afro mullet. <laughs> Foster looking like he's a member of KISS. <laughs> and he don't need to make up as well. Where did you think I got the idea from, PJ? <laughs> I'm just going to say, Foster. Golly. You don't ever need to... Eat. You don't even need the makeup, mate. <laughs> nope. I just go on like this, and I'd be doing what I do, mate. <laughs> oh, yeah. Wait a minute, wait a minute. Apples and pears, mate. Apples and pears. Apples and pears. Apples and Chris, man. Swifty says I got a diaper on my face. <laughs> what? <laughs> man, get the diaper off PJ's face? That's what it says. <laughs> Hair bear, Ravy, what's up, guys? Good to see you guys again. That's fucking crazy. What's up, Robbie? <laughs> Is it Ravi or Robbie? I feel Foster, Foster. I feel like I'm looking at myself. I keep looking at you, and I keep thinking that's me in fucking 10, 15 years time, right. isn't it? Except this will be back, right? <laughs> well, no, I'm quite. I'm going gray as it is anyway, so it'll probably be gray. Yeah, <laughs> okay. I'm gray, mate. That that was the, that was just. Yeah. I just spared you guys with the fifty nine second video. There's actually one. The, the full video is a minute and fifty two seconds. You want to see that? No. <laughs> Not really. No. I have it. I have it. I mean, it was good. That it was. It was good, Dan. But you are overselling it now. You know what I mean? It was good, but you are overselling it. Uh, <laughs> thanks, Chris, because he does that shit all the time, man. Uh, every one of you. No. No. Hey, uh, hey, no. Uh, shorty, no. It's Robbie, not Ravy. Robbie, Robbie, what's up, Robbie? Robbie, Robbie. But Come like, on uh, up, Brian, like Brian Gilmore says, Chia. That's me. Looking like Buy one for Christmas, guys. What's up, Hair Bears? Good to see you in chat too again. I'm trying to get you on the show again, so let us know, man. We'd love to have you on again. Oh boy! So uh, anyway, that was a, a brief moment for um, some Hair laughs. Yeah, yeah, that was a that was a moment <laughs> talking a lot about dicks. <laughs> yeah, yeah we got, well, I figured. We got too much there. 
You're hitting, you're, you're, doesn't this come up all the time with Dan, though? Think about it. Yeah. You guys all know about drippy dicks, guys. You know, uh, Chris is joining you in the 50s club soon, so I just thought he should know about that. What I know about drippy dicks, bro? Come on. He's in denial. For last weekend. He's got a bad case with that, I hear. Dan, Dan, you know, Dan, you know, so, sorry, Foster. No, Dan, you know, like I'm such a late, you know, like I'm such a lazy man. I'm quite up for having a pair of them, so it means I don't have to get up to have a piss. Yes. <laughs> I, I can just sit here and just piss myself and it won't matter the ground. I'll have no, to get up. No, actually, for that, you need a stadium, buddy. This is just for the extra drips after you're done pissing. All oh, right, right. Yeah, ever have a drip or two or three in your underpants? It's <laughs> hurting through to your outerwear. <laughs> Bro, I dare you. I dare you. No, sir. No, sir. No, sir. I thank God, but I'm not there yet. No, sir. I'll let you know live in air when it happens to me, buddy. Please don't. Please. Please don't. Uh, I'm pissing myself right now, guys. Um... I see you. Uh, face. It did happen to me on the last show. I was like, I my, my eyeballs were turning yellow. I was like, oh, Foster, take this over. I gotta go. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He ran out the yeah. <laughs> so the level, the level filling up in his eyes, it was yellow even to the eyeballs, and he had to run. <laughs> yeah, I thought you had John this is summer. Yeah, absolutely, man. <laughs> Doug Van Dorn says, hey guys, the drip is another name for the clap, you know? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly. Steve's head is blowing up, and Mo Beerman is saying, TMI, Foster. <laughs> Too much information there, bro. Too much information. Dan TMI, so. Swifty stands with you, PJ, because Swifty's like 30 years old. He, he's, he's not... He, yeah. Just wait, just wait, Swifty. Just wait. Dan, Dan's got all these problems, and he's just—he's like ten years younger than his PJ. I don't know what, yeah, what the guy's been doing. Hey, just because I hey, <laughs> years—because my sponsor is about drippy dicks doesn't mean that I have drippy dicks. It's just for every one of you guys in your age. If you're if you're telling Swifty to just wait ten years or so, then we know you've got a problem. <laughs> well, I heard from Dr. Dick DJ and I are saying, wait about another 25 or 30 Listen, years. When they, We're when not they even approach, there yet, Swifty, so you're good. When they, when, they, when they approached me about sponsoring the show, they told me all about what's going to happen, so I just assumed every one of you guys going in, or Chris, going into your 50s and all, you yeah. Two old fuckers to my left you know, there. You know what assume means. You just assumed, right? <laughs> well, I'm just saying, Swifty yeah. is a smooth operator, and like uh, Cliff says, he's 61, and he can go to a whole show without having to take a, a rest. You know why? Say you know why? Because he's fucking drinking tequila. But can you say that, Shorty? No, because I drink water. Water makes me piss. <laughs> <laughs> Dan, if Dan looks at a running faucet, it makes him piss. Don't forget, <laughs> don't forget, PJ. Size matters. Yeah, it's that's still the same bottle that he hasn't drank since four shows ago. Exactly, either. exactly. Yeah, it's having the show. It's got like little bits in it. Look, I got, I got a gallon. I like little, little dust on it right here, and Gatorade or something else. Usually, 
because I'm still with no air conditioning, man, and it's hot here now. <laughs> oh man, you guys are awesome. You see, you see, we do we 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 are skid marks. We don't we don't. Sorry, mate. Yeah, I mean over here we don't really have people don't really have air, air conditioning over here. We don't really do it over here. I don't know anybody who's got air conditioning in the house in in Britain. It you must be like uh, you must it must. You what? Sorry. You don't have air conditioning. No. What? I don't know anybody who's got air conditioning. Wait, spaghetti. You see, you see, what the fuck are you talking about? Spaghetti and fish. <laughs> spaghetti and fish. Spaghetti and fish Wait. again. No Wait. more spaghetti and fish. You Chips and spaghetti. Oh, sorry, sunny beach. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's, it's still way better than Bearski's fish jello. Oh, oh man! Oh, oh, oh. Yeah. that was that was really funny because uh, when I was watching his show last week and, and he showed that dish, it just the, the only thing I can think over here, which is sort of like the same as that, is jelly deals. Down in London, they eat jelly deals, which is just like that eels in that sort of gelatine. Crap. I mean, I've never eaten myself uh, because God knows what they eat down at the bottom of the Thames. But uh, yeah, when I saw that dish, I went, ooh, jelly deals, man. Oh, God, no, no. What is the temperature over there in uh, England right now? It's not 90 degrees with 60% humidity and you're walking around wet all day. That's what it is in Chicago right now. Oh, my God. What is it, though? What is it? Uh, PJ, I'd say it's about what we. Oh, what time is it? It's it's three o'clock in the morning. It's about. <laughs> it's a, <laughs> but yeah, it's probably about it's probably about fifteen degrees. It was about twenty-two degrees through the daytime, but we don't get like because you guys like are suffering like a really bad heat wave, aren't you? Across the country, I keep yeah. reading. Yeah. Um, we, we had that last year, but like over here, we'll have like a week of like three or four days of nice weather, and then it'll be cloudy, we'll get some rain. It's quite changeable weather over in, over in England. Um, but yeah, nobody I know has an air conditioner. Nobody, nobody I know. It's not like we're poor. Just, we just don't need them. Excuse my ignorance, because I'm not really good with the Celsius. Can you tell me what that is in Fahrenheit, like an average day in the summertime? <laughs> 7580. No. Yeah. Stop talking I fucking it's about yes. and Celsius. Here. Sorry. Sorry. Uh, okay. It's about eight. Yeah, it's about yeah, it's about so, yeah, that's about right. Sorry. Yeah, that's about right. And no one no one has air conditioning. No? No. Wow. Patrick McGardle. Um, Patrick McGardle. I went to grammar school with this guy that, that he says I couldn't live without air conditioning. That's one of my no, I mean, no, I mean, man. I, I sent this link out to just a bunch of people tonight, seeing if anybody would come on. Thanks for thanks for joining us, Patrick. Yeah, we've got some new guys in chat. Patrick, Hello, McCarthy, Patrick. joining us. Yeah, so he's a, he's a Thanks for joining us. <laughs> Robert. Yeah. So, so, we have, we have, well, hold on, hold on, Patrick. What was it like writing in hieroglyphics in kindergarten with Foster? I just want to know who won the chariot race. 
Pat <laughs> beat me that time. It was only once, but he beat me. You know, we're still looking for older women, but we can't find any. There are none older than us. <laughs> that just blows my mind. No air conditioning. Wow. That's, that's, no, that's, that's absolutely insane to me. We we have uh, Walt's been waiting in the back. He's he's joining the show. What's up, Walt? What's up, Walt? What up, I unmuted myself. Mr. Besky. Oh yeah, you How didn't you fuck that up, man. Good for you. I'm doing good, Foster. How are you doing, man? I'm hanging in here. They left. How you doing, mate? Hey, how's it going? I'm gonna let you guys take a moment yeah, to make fun of me for for having to take a piss right now. So uh, <laughs> remove myself while you make fun of my process. I just did it. I did it while he was talking, man. I just like, screw it. Just shut up and go. <laughs> hey, hey, uh, DJ, he answered your question. Pat answered the question. He said, uh, Pat McCardle says, yeah, it was tough dealing with all those dinosaurs. <laughs> <laughs> well, see, I'm not the only one, man. I think, uh, like eight, I think there's like wait, 80 of us left. 80 of us old fuck. I got a <laughs> super chat, guys, real quick, and then I want to talk to Walter. Well, he's, he's addressing that. Here. Can we wait till uh, Shorty get back to answer that one? He yeah, actually went to high at, school with Shorty. Shorty. We probably should. Yeah. So we'll wait. So while well, we're oh, waiting oh, for oh. that, let me ask uh, Walter real quick. What are your impressions so far of uh, training camp? Oh, training camp's been really fun to watch. I mean, the, the team looks really good. Uh, you know, I see them just dropping bombs all season. So and we just have to let the passing game happen. And it looks like we have a bunch of guys here that are going to do, uh, you know, just that. Cool. You know? What do you think? What do you think about Comet? The extension with Comet, man. You happy? We yeah. I, earlier we rated it. So what would you rate it from one to ten for you personally? Um, I'd say probably seven and a half, eight in that range. Okay. It's not perfect, but it's not bad either. Right. And you, you have to remember he's 24 years old, and you're getting him basically at market value. Yep. I, I, I'll, I'll admit, I'm not a, I wasn't a huge Comet fan coming into the season. I thought he had a lot of work to do, and you know, he proved me wrong. So, you know, he deserves the money. And yeah. it's 20 mil up front, 32 million guaranteed over five. Mm -hmm. We're going to, you know, we, we have to spend the money anyways this yep. year. Yep. So after that, it's all gravy. Yeah. Dead yep. on, man. Dead mm -hmm. on, Walter. I'm with you there. Me too. I mean, look at the, the Dalton Knox deal was basically the same. It was four years, 52. And Evan Ingram got three years, 42, eight, I think. And he, he's 28 years old. So, yeah. Yeah. And he mm -hmm. plays a he plays a different type of tight end role. He knew more of the move tight end Ingram is. Yeah, I, I do retro. Thanks for letting me know. <laughs> which, which one? Oh, here we go. Sorry, Walter's ahead of the game tonight, man. man. Walter drops bombs every 15 minutes when he farts. Evacuate the trailer. There's no trailer, but he, he admitted it. So you're you're right. You're right, White Troll. Now stop it, because he just said his next one was uh what did he say? Land of the Lost, the Foster Covers. <laughs> <laughs> Hey Foster, Foster, were you Foster, Foster, were you at the uh, the first Thanksgiving? Yeah. <laughs> Dude, who do you think got the turkey? Because they were going to eat like a rooster or some crap. I was like, that's too small for a hundred eighty of us. <laughs> hey Foster, as well, I've got a few minutes to ask this for ages. I'm sorry, fellas. How did you get into acting? How did you end up doing that acting? What you did before the the lockdowns? 
I was I was in construction can I come back? all my life. Am I, I, am I welcome back again. yet? Not if you open your mouth. Oh god, it's done. Oh god, it's done. <laughs> I, I was oh, in construction until I was ten, <laughs> and then I started having a lot of physical problems, and I said, "Man, what am I going to do to make money?" And I said, "No," because I was in my early fifties, and I said, "Forget that." What are the things that I've wanted to do since I was a little kid? And it was sing, act, and be a comedian. So that's what I did. Right. So I got into it. I got on a computer awesome, and just started awesome. searching. And for, I was fortunate enough where a show called uh, Chicago Med hired me for two weeks on the first one. And after that, these other shows just started bringing cool. me in and asking me to dress a certain way. I just put awesome. a bunch of pictures oh, really on my... Facebook from a bunch of my shows. I I wanted to show you guys. I was in this show called uh, Fargo, and, I, and I'll try and get the show. Oh, yeah, yeah. But you'll never recognize me, man. I didn't even recognize me when I saw it on film. It was insane. What was the last show you did? Oh. Um, it was either Batwoman or a show called Next that used to be on Fox. I can't remember which one I did last. Wow. What did you do in Batwoman? Batwoman, huh? I was, I was. It was Batwoman. It was Batwoman. I was a scared white dude when when they, the city of Chicago was being attacked. We were all hanging out in front of the Picasso, and everybody had to scatter. So I'm like literally just running in the cameras, going. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> all right, let's get to that super chat. And run away. <laughs> I just pulled a foster and like dumped my fucking water all over my keyboard and my computer. Yeah, but we didn't get it on film. <laughs> in place of the egg that you did. I'm going to be right back. You know, I don't how when shit goes bad with me, PJ, like PJ, what the hell? when shit goes bad with me, Dan goes, oh yeah, that was hilarious. I got it on timestamp. But if it's PJ or somebody else, it's like, oh, are you guys okay? Are you I all gotta right? I got to clean this mess up. <laughs> He doesn't. He just. He doesn't want to answer you, Steve. That's the real reason he keeps running off the shelf. Man, he's trying to avoid. Yeah, that but I, 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 yeah, but I thought I thought us guys were famous. Who, who, who else is in need? We got Foster. We got Foster the the actor on the shows already. You know what I mean? So Man. you know, PJ PJ is like like a head coach to his grandkids, and Walter just looks like a cool guy to me. So uh, who, who else is in need? Yeah, we don't need Dan. <laughs> we don't need Dan. Yeah. Dan, Dan, have you uh, have you seen? Uh, I mean, Walter, have you were you watching or reading anything today about uh, they've been talking about the offensive line for the last day or two? You, most of it came out this morning. I saw that. the uh, two lineups they had, and I was happy to see they moved <laughs> Alex Leatherwood over to guard where I think he belongs. Yep, and I think he can easily slot in maybe even next year, say if they uh, want to move on from Nate Davis. Did you see they got Dieter? They got Dieter. Uh, no, not Dieter. Deesh is the second string right tackle now. He's that's where they got him slotted today, anyways. Oh, I, I when I thought when I read the list, they had Larry Borm at right tackle on the twos. They said left tackle, from what I heard. Oh, maybe left tackle. Yeah, yeah. that for, would make sense for Borum left tackle. Well, Borum was right tackle. Deesh yeah, is no, uh, was left line tackle. right tackle. Wait, what? Borum left tackle. What I heard on um uh. Um, with Windy City Greenwich. Yeah. Okay. Then the article was wrong. Then. Yeah. Yeah. He said that uh, it was a uh, Borum at left tackle, Tyree Carter at left guard, center was a uh, Lucas Patrick, right guard was Leatherwood, and right tackle was Deesh. That's what I got too. 
Oh, because what I read was the exact opposite. Leather was a left guard. Uh, Carter was a right guard, and Larry Bourne was right tackle. Oh, wow. Okay. That's interesting. I mean, possibly. Make sure we get that right, because I, right. I got it the other way, too, man. Yeah. Cliff Victoria says Bourne well, was a left tackle. All right. I'm gonna maybe it's better to have uh, Leverwood on the left side anyway because did he play left tackle in college anyway at Alabama? Because yeah. and I think because I mean he's I mean he looked shocky when he played last year, but hopefully him being back on the left it might reignite him or pushing him into guard. Obviously it's a bit it might be a bit more of an easier role uh, for him to play. So that I mean that'd be interesting, man. To see if that does you know kickstarts that kid's career. Yeah, I mean it wasn't like he was a bad tackle. He's just in a bad system in the Raiders. No, 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 no. For us. So we, we didn't get any information. Yeah. He played bad at right tackle for us last year. I'm not going to lie. He, he, yeah, he did. Leatherwood <laughs> looks kind of bad last year for us. Yeah, he wasn't that bad. Yeah. You're, t- you're talking he gave a sack from uh, Reddick. I mean, who didn't last year? That guy was on fire. So I'm not going to mm-hmm. fault him as a bad player. I mean, I, you saw him 31 times on the line. That's nothing across yeah. the entire season. Well, I mean, if that's all I saw mm-hmm. That's all we saw of him. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. That, that is all we saw of him, and, and I, I got him as average to below average. Yeah, but I, I, I know coming from Las Vegas, the Raiders, that place has been a mess for the last two years, ever since mm-hmm. what's-his-name, when they had all the crap going on. Uh, Gruden. 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 It's been a Gruden. nightmare, man. And then they bring in a dude from New England, and he just tosses everybody. Maybe maybe it'll work out where Leatherwood gets whatever the issue is together and becomes – uh, a solid contributor to the team. I, that's that's what polls is hoping. Mm-hmm. That's what we're hoping for. Well, because they can go back to youth, man. It, it, they were just somebody was just talking about it today. All these guys on both the lines, man. You, you take out the guys we signed, and our guys are fir- everybody's a first and second year guy. If you take out the, the free agents we just brought in and, and a couple other guys and draft, you know, polls said it from the beginning. We're going <laughs> to build this team team through the draft. So youth, I love the youth, man. Just, well, just keep I, the replenishment up. Go ahead. Well, the issue I'm having is, I mean, Leatherwood played on the left side all throughout college, like we talked about before. And then his, his one year in, with the Raiders, they put him on the right side. He didn't do that well. Mm-hmm. We brought him here. Yes, he got sick with the uh, mono. Yeah. And lost all that weight. But when he did play, again, he does. He wasn't looking impressive. So I'm thinking maybe he just – more of a left-handed sort of guy to play on the left side. But mm. what's discouraging for me, because I'm a Dieter Iceland fan. Yeah, me too. Out of those first two uh, teams that uh, we heard about, there's no Dieter Iceland in there. So I'm like, where does he fit in this grand scheme? Where mm. Dieter Iceland, I believe this in my eyes, because the guy can play all three interior positions. We saw it last year. He's, he's going to be the number one guy behind all three of those guys, I think. He's going to be filling. I, I believe he'll be the first guy to fill in for any position who needs a rest on all three of them, man. Probably more starting with the guards and then maybe transitioning to the center. But just remember, we're going to have injuries, man. It happens every season. I'm kind of concerned where he's going to be at. Me too. He's going to be exactly where he was last year. <clears throat> Practice squad? Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. To start at least. I, don't, I, don't I just don't. I just I don't, don't think. The practice squad. I don't think he'll. I don't think we'll be able to keep him in our practice squad. I think no, the, somebody's going to Somebody's going to grab him. Yeah. Well, no, no. I think he's probably going to end up on the the bench more than likely. 
you know, like you said, he's versatile, so they'll keep him up here to slot him in wherever it's needed. That's but do I, I think he's the number one guy in case somebody goes down? More than likely not. But but to to that point though, uh, Walter, it's like if he's going to be that number one guy or a guy to come be in that reserve, you would think he's on the second squad. And so far, after these first of all today, he wasn't in that first two groups. He's not until the third group. So if he's going to be that guy, I think he needs to start showing in that. Yeah, I mean, he's been around the team yeah. for how long now? Like it's it's it, yeah, it's time to you know, shit or get off the pot. Yeah, uh, right, let's go. I want to gotta... throw this in. Mo, Mo yeah. Beerman said, "Did I read somewhere there considering moving moving Dieter to defensive end?" Uh, <laughs> let me just say this, Mo. Last week or the week before, I started a rumor that we don't have to worry about defensive end. Because Dieter Eisland is so amazing that he's going to play center and defensive end. I, I said that on the show. I hope that's not the rumor that you heard about. Let's do the super chat before down the line there. Uh, super chat for you, Shorty. Oh, Steve saying, Shorty, if you can anyone on, on famous on BCP, who would it be? Hmm. Infamous or famous? <laughs> that does that mean that doesn't necessarily mean a former Bears player, right? Uh anybody famous on the show. Uh that's a good question, man. I don't even have an answer for that. Like, um, I think I would have to say if it was a Bears player right now, anyone that we could get on the show. I would love to have Devin Hester on the show. There's another one. Mm. I'd love to ask him about his Hall of Fame, uh, why he should be in the Hall of Fame, and talk about that with him and explain all the reasons why and pound that that's even further. Not that everyone needs any of that, but Devin Hester, Hester is definitely a Hall of Famer. The one person I would have, if I had to have anyone on there famous, Ryan Poles. Hmm. That's a good one. I should probably take I mean, a Good. So sorry, Dan. Uh, I mean, are, are we talking about can we have anybody famous, dead or alive? Do they have to be alive? Because if it was somebody dead, and this is probably actually, I know that he did like he did like football, but I'd have to say Jim Morrison. I'd look because like I just love how he talks. He's a very intelligent guy. Me and him have got a lot, of, lot of things in common. And he was a big football fan. He was a Los Angeles Rams fan back in the sixties. So if it was somebody dead, I'd, I'd love to meet Jim Morrison. We are not pulling up ghosts. What's he talking about bringing up somebody dead? What is wrong with my man? Talk about bringing somebody. What? Come on, man! You out of here, dog. I... And if he could ask him one question, Jim Morrison would be like, he'd be like, oh, so what do you think? What, what do you think about the Bears, mate? And he'd be like, well, I really don't have very much to say about the Bears. <laughs> well, the, the, thing is, the, thing is, the thing is, PJ, I wanted to say you, you know what I mean, as being the famous guest, but fuck you now. <laughs> 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 we, got, we got Mr. Mayhem, Devin Hester, Patrick McArdle says, yeah. don't plank. Mm. Cliff, Cliff said if he's alive, 
if it's de- alive or dead, it would yeah. be Walter Payton. I said the mm-hmm. same thing. If it was mm-hmm. dead. Payton, yeah, Gabby, definitely Walter. Holes. I tell you what, mine as well is is uh, Wilbur Marshall. That'd be quite an interesting person to interview. Just, you know, all the things that happened to him at the end of his Bears career before he went to Washington. And, I mean, he became the highest paid defensive player at that time. And I always think that that guy should be in the Hall of Fame. Just just for that massive hit he did on that uh, Detroit's quarterback back in, in the 85 season, what looked like he killed the guy. Uh, so Wilbur Marsh would be quite an interesting guy to, uh, to interview. We had a, another su- a super chat that we didn't get to. So uh, let me put that up there for you, uh, Shorty. Retro, Foster wanted to sing, act, and be a comedian. Ugh. That's what he's doing. That's what he, that's what his role on this show is. Man, Except now to... the end is near. There you go. <laughs> I was going to say, you haven't sung yet. No. I'm just saying. Now, sing like that, the, the, the end of the show is going to be near. Yeah. That's what I meant. <laughs> exactly why I saying the end is near. Wait, should we should we should we have you do the um do, should we have Foster do um some um some karaoke here? Hold on, let's see. Twice. <laughs> Bears. <laughs> I love you, Bears. Retro. Uh, <laughs> I, I literally have a, a curiosity. I still that. want to kill myself. Well, <laughs> don't do it, Retro. It's not what it's cracked up to be, brother. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Cliff, Cliff says, SNL Bears super fans would fit the show. Yes, that's... That's yes. true. <clears throat> uh, Jim Swarsky, and this is Bear Central Live. How you doing tonight, everybody? My cousin like- Bill's in the hospital <laughs> with a heart attack, but he should be on before the show's over. <laughs> <laughs> I, I would like to take another moment here to talk about um, this pretty cool thing that we have that actually I've been invited to do um, on Pro Sports Fanatics, the app. Um, so I, I told you about, I told you guys about this a couple weeks ago, um, where I was contacted by this company, uh, pro sports fanatics and PSF. So you can download the app on your, on your mobile, it's a mobile device. And what we're doing with PSF is, uh, we're, They've they've contacted me and a couple other content creators for the Bears, as well as uh, several for every other team, and they're trying to create um, this kind of like Manning cast thing on the app PSF. So if you download the app to your phone, uh, you can watch the you can you can log into the app and go go to the Bears fans page, and you can watch us me. And potentially another uh, a former Bears player. Uh, it, it might be another content creator. I, I, I have yet to get into that. I'll get it into that in a second. But um, it could be a former player that I'm paired up with where we're going to sit there and watch the game together in our own living rooms on our phones and talk 
in real time on this app about the game as it's happening in real time. And anyone can join the app and they can come in to chat and and get all the information from the uh, the game as it's happening in real time. It will be broadcast. Um, all the stats and everything will be broadcast from them in real time while we're doing the show. So I don't have to do anything but sit there and hang out with someone, potentially a former a former player, and sit there and watch the game as a fan. And so I really encourage you guys to download this PSF app to your mobile device and check us out for the Bears fans section uh, for the games because we're kicking this off um, for the preseason games. So this next this coming Wednesday, I have a meeting with <laughs> Sean Salisbury, who is the president of PSF, along with uh, Mitch, who is the the representative who contacted me about this this whole thing. So we're we're going into the second stage of this, where we're actually having the meeting to go over uh, the contract, go over uh, exactly all the details with Sean, Sean Salisbury, who is the president of PSF. And so we're going to be like literally broadcasting the game live. So Chris, when we're at the game, there could be a moment where mm. I'm not actually broadcasting that game because somebody else is, because there's going to be a couple of different teams that does it because they don't want to have one, like one pair of guys have to commit for all 16 or 17 games. So they're going to break it up into yeah. like different groups of, 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 us who can you know do each game so we're gonna like pick from a schedule and those will be the games that we broadcast so chris when we're at the game against the vikings let's say you know, whoever else is broadcasting on psf you and i can be there in the in the studio or at the game i should say and i can pull up the, the this psf app and broadcast the game in real time while we're like sitting there during a, a commercial break so this is going to be oh the cool this is going to be a very very interesting and exciting uh, venture that I'm going down here starting next week, meeting with the with the whole crew for the first time. Um, sh exactly. Mo Beerman says Salisbury is hilarious in the bench warmers. Yes, I guess. <laughs> but Salisbury, if you listen to him, he's been on like the score and stuff before, I think. And he's he said he always has some pretty good takedowns or breakdowns of, of quarterbacks and things that, that he's had to say about, you know, Justin Fields himself. So I'm pretty excited for this, guys. I encourage you to go check out the PSF app. Download it to your phones. Download the the the, the Bears fan uh, section to it. And there's also a Bears Country podcast um, chat section that I've created in there that you guys can go in there as well. And it's going to be interesting. I, there, I have yet to meet with these guys. It's going to be coming up next Wednesday at 7 o'clock. We're gonna have the final, like, not like the, the the first actual meeting about breaking everything down. That's gonna be with Sean Salisbury. I'm pretty excited, um, and there'll be more to come on that. I will let you guys know. You know, as the more the more that I know about this, the more that I will let you guys know about this as well. And um, that this is gonna be pretty exciting for BCP because, you know, we're allowed to broadcast our brand on there, and 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 this could be an avenue that leads to other things that, you know, could have, you know, current or current or former journalists or Bears players that come on the show just through the the um, the webbing of people that I'm going to meet through doing this. So I'm very, very excited to announce this. So make sure you guys check that out. Download that to your phones. Check it out. Give it a look for Bears Country podcast. That'll give you a start. Look for the Bears fan section. 
and you can start off watching those games with us on um, in the preseason. So it'll be pretty fun. Pretty excited about it. Let me remove that. Well, I see that uh, Cliff gave gave you some type of uh, beware thing. So when you get a chance, check that out. Where is that at? He said, "Shorty, see if they get if they get more or you if they get more or you get more from the deal." I was watching a video where scientists were invited into a forum and then were charged five five figures for it. It was a scam. No, this is not a scam. This is this is um, this is it's a, this is backed by Mike Tyson, who is a big investor in this company, and uh, Sean Salisbury was he wasn't charged last year of trying to find the, the, the current players or the former players to pair up with us, but uh, they've kind of rebranded everything into PS. It used to be called relevant. Now it's called uh, PSF and Sean Salisbury being the president is heading this thing up and he's with his contacts and everything. He's kind of the, the driving force to making this happen. So um, I will be going over the contract and everything with them this, you know, this next Wednesday. So um, <clears throat> definitely Cliff, my wife is um, an accountant for the film industry, so she's a professional at that shit. She'll be reading the contract before I do. Because <laughs> you know what? I don't ask reading that. You're right, Cliff. Uh, there's this big super chat from uh, Retro. Retro. Whoa, 10 bucks. This is a PSA, ladies and gentlemen. Yes, and very much so. Very important. Yeah. Being 100%. If anyone is going through mental health issues, please seek help. I joke, thinking I'm funny, not being personal. But if anyone has any mental health issues, please seek help. You are loved. I 100% agree and concur with Retro. Uh, please, I, I agree with you, Retro. Yes. Good message. Good message. And I'll add on that real quick. Sorry, Chris. I just want to get this in there because... No, no, no. With the mental health issues, but if you have any problems with alcohol or drug addiction, gambling, sex, there's places you can get help, man. There is an answer to this. Your life can be better. I guarantee you that, man. Seek out help. Search it out. If you if you're afraid to even do that, reach out to me. I'll help too, man. I've been there. I understand that stuff. Very important mm -hmm. stuff. Anybody with any mental health issues, drug addiction, alcohol addiction, get help. Your life can change. Your life can be good, man. You, mm -hmm. You'd be surprised. It really, mm -hmm. the programs they have and the things that are available today can change your life into to more of a normal life, if, if that term is correct, whatever normal means. What were we going to say, Chris? Yeah, I mean, I, yeah, I mean, I mean, I really appreciate that message, really. Um, you know, like you know, I've said, I've said earlier in the show that I, uh, you know, I suffer from severe depression and. Uh, just like that's why I was so glad I was doing this show tonight because with depression it makes your world so small because you're just sort of stuck in your in your own little world, you know, the, the, the strange thought thought patterns you have and just feeling like crap. And you isolate yourself. And I've lost so many friends and family family members due to depression because you know, I've sort of kept people away from myself. So I was so glad when Dan like asked me to come on the show tonight because do me doing like when I first started doing the podcast on the Byron Network, man, that 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 has completely changed my changed me for the better because 
you know, I'm doing something positive. I'm meeting great people. I mean, everybody I've met have been fantastic. That's on the Barrow Network and also BCP. You know, for God's sake, Dan did the GoFundMe and, you know, things like that. When you're really depressed, there's things like when Dan, like, first did the first, when I first found out about the GoFundMe with Dan, I mean, I was nearly in tears because you just, when you're really depressed, you don't think that anybody really cares about you or thinks about you or that you're worth anything. And when, and then when people sort of enjoy your company and enjoy what you do on shows, it, it makes a, a massive difference to somebody like me. You know what I mean? Like tomorrow, I'll wake up and I'll just feel about 100 times better than I did do when I woke up today, just due to the facts that I spent time with you boys um, and, and just, just just being, you know, a part of something and, and all that. So, uh, yeah, Retro, well said, mate. I mean, over, over here, it's, um, that's the big struggle is getting the treatment, really, because uh, there's so many people now struggling with, you know, what goes on in the world and the RNHS is struggling to cope with the numbers of people who need the help. And uh, But like Foster said, it is there. You just need to find it. That is, um, you know, you saying that, Chris, is, I mean, I, I, it's a lot of the reason why I started the GoFundMe because you and I have had plenty of, you know, private talks. And I just knew that there was no way in hell you were ever going to be able to make it to Chicago to see a Bears game in your life. Mm. And if mm. there's one thing that, you know, could help you, it's going to be a life-changing experience for you. Oh, massively, mate. Mass- I'm quite actually, I'm quite, I'm not scared, but I am very sort of nervous about the trip because even just like going to an airport, I had done that for 30 odd years. You know, I haven't flown since 92. Do you know what I mean? But I, think, I just know that as soon as I get to Chicago, and we meet up down and then I get to meet up everybody else and, and meet your family and, and all that, then I'll be fine. I'll just feel like I'm like, you know, on the shows. But uh, yeah, it's just been something what's just give me a bit of a, a direction. And like when I'm feeling really down, I just I just think of fucking hell, man, in two and a half months' time, I'm going to be in Chicago. So it's kept me going when I've had some bad days. But anyway, I don't want to say anymore. I don't want to take over the show. And uh, But no, yeah, I mean, uh, well said anyway, Retro. It gives you something to look forward to, and that's that that helps you. Oh, with definitely, that, yeah. Right? Yeah. I wanna, yeah. I wanna, yeah. Uh, I want to point out what uh, Robert said here in the uh, chat. I feel bad for gambling addicts. They sponsor almost everything in sports. And uh, yeah. like I mentioned in a, a previous show, yeah, I have a problem with all the uh, gambling commercials and advertisements. Uh, it's a thing that's easily get addicted and ruin a lot, a lot of homes. And I hate the fact that they do so much of advertising with that. Mm. Yeah, right. I agree with you, PJ. Over, over here, they, they're not allowed to put them on until after 9 o'clock uh, over here on, on British TV. Uh, but like, as soon as 9 o'clock starts, it's like wall-to-wall gambling advertisements. And I completely agree with you. Uh, it's like if you're an, you know, if you struggle with alcohol, alcohol is everywhere. You go to your local shop, there's there's beers and spirits there. Uh, and I've got I've got a neighbour who struggles with alcohol, and uh, yeah, it, it's just that must be so hard when it's so much in your face, and you know, and everybody else, you know, it's a part of culture, isn't it really. I mean, especially over in England, we have a big pub culture, or we used to do, and. Uh, like, I know the guy says, well, I don't know what to do, you know, I can't really meet anybody because, you know, they'll go, well, don't you want to drink? And I'd have to tell them that I'm, 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 you know, I'm a recovering alcoholic. But, uh, yeah, I completely agree with that, PJ, really. I think it's, I think when it's in your face all the time and you, 
and you're that way sort of inclined, it's it's hard. Yeah. I mean, Cliff, Cliff in the chat says, NFL is totally hypocritical about gambling. 100% agree. What do you think about that, Walter? Mm. Uh, I, I don't really agree with that statement that much. Really? I mean, I, I, I get that they're pushing it, they're making money and all that, but the players themselves, they have a choice. They, they don't have to do it. And the NFL is not saying that they can't gamble on it. They just can't do it on team facilities. They don't care if you go home and gamble on, you know, baseball, basketball, this, that, and the next thing. They just don't want you doing it at work. Yeah. So even if they, even if they do, and they're just like, oh, okay, we're going to push this. I mean, I, I get, I get what you're saying, PJ, you know, the addicts have a problem and, you know, it's everywhere and it's tough, but life is tough for everybody. You can't just take it away. Cause you know, some people have problems with it. I'm sorry. Sometimes you gotta just, you gotta work but, through it. But haven't you noticed in the last, I say two years that the advertising has started because it seemed like before two years ago, you wasn't hearing about all these gambling sites and all these things so in the last two years this thing has started with oh i agree with you foster uh but it has started the last two years all these advertising and then you see what the uh detroit lions what six players get suspended or cut because of gambling again that's that, that's what i mean you're feeding the monsters when i'm getting again pj it's yes they were gambling but they were doing it against the rules. There's certain like the the NFL's not saying, like I said, that you can't do something. They're saying you can do it, but you can't do it in certain places. Now, to, to double back and go about how you're saying the last two years, like yes, but that's every new advertisement. Over time, we're gonna see different things come and go. It just happens to be sports gambling. And if you look over the course of history, we had cigarette commercials we had whiskey commercials we had beer commercials they got rid of the cigarette and the whiskey commercials the liquor commercials there still are shit i it's even hard to like what like commercials have kind of even fallen off the wagon if you if you've noticed where they used to be huge and now you're seeing it's kind of because they just started regulate or they just made gambling legal they're going to get around to that regulation where they're going to eventually, because it takes time to put anything into a regulation like that through Congress and shit, that you're going to eventually see that they'll remove the, the gambling commercials, I think. Mm. Well, it'll die, it'll die down after, after, you know, after, after something's been going. So when it's something's new, it'll die down after a while. But we've always had gambling in this country. We've always had a legal gambling. Um, I don't, I don't know, we have betting shops and all that sort of thing, but it's always been seen as a bit of a, like a bit of a seedy thing to do is go into like a, a betting shop and putting bets down and, you know, like back of the day walk. I mean, I've never been in one once and this was back of the day walking full of cigarette smoke and blokes looking a bit desperate because you can tell they've just lost the load on the horses. So uh, it's one thing, it's one thing I've never, I mean, I'm quite an addictive personality, so uh, I don't need any more, anything more to worry about. <laughs> what doug van dorn says here but guys the big scandal is going to come down to when it comes out that the people who make the most out of gambling the mob will be caught paying off the refs because the gambling is persuasive is is pervasive very very much so great point my my question to walter is you said they were they were caught gambling on the facility what were they doing i mean i'm not too familiar with it if you can enlighten me, I would appreciate it. Well, 
Um, I don't know what sport they were gambling on off the top of my head. I'd have to look that up. Okay. I do I do know when this was, you know, they were shedding light on this and more players are getting suspended. The NFL put out a conference call. You can look this up. And in that call, they talked about how on certain gambling sites, every time a, a known player gambles on there or puts a bet, it actually alerts some president or uh, I forget what the guy's name is, but he knows. Mm-hmm. So there's, there's no way to be sneaky about it. They know you're doing it, and they know where you're doing it because mm-hmm. everything's tagged. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So you're saying they were Wouldn't inside they the building? They doing it in the facility during a practice. Yes. Okay. So uh, let's say he was sitting at home like I am right now. He pulled right. out his phone, made a bet. It wasn't on the NFL. It wasn't on his team. It was, uh, you know, he was betting that uh, someone's going to win a college basketball game. That's fine. They're not going to come after you and say, you can't do that. But if you change positions and he's now, say, at a team facility, sitting in the whirlpool and goes, hey, I want to place this bet here, now you're breaking your rule. That's why they got suspended. It's not the action that did it. It's taking the action at the location they were. The IP address. Yeah. Yeah. What if? So what would happen if they were just using 5G the whole time? Well, still, uh-huh. I mean, they're here. <laughs> I mean, it does. The IP address doesn't matter at the end of the day. I mean, that helps us figure out where they are. Yes, but you know, everyone's going to know about it. But if you were logged not- into your your if if you were logged into your Wi-Fi's your facility's Wi-Fi and made the bet from the uh, the locker room, wouldn't that be different than if you were just doing five G on the on your phone in the locker room? Would they be able to pinpoint that you were actually in the locker room when you made the bet? No, I'm sure you could pinpoint it. You know, I don't know the exact science behind it, but they they have ways of finding out. I mean, I mean, they... <laughs> go ahead, Foster. So, 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 sorry, Laura. I mean, I mean, I don't really care as long as they're gambling on NFL games or on their own team. I, I, I don't really care, really. Uh, what, what difference does it make? Like Walter says, you know what I mean. And uh, as long as you know, as long as they're not betting on their own team or the NFL, I, I can't see what the problem is at all. It's, I look at it like it's, it's, it's any other rule that you have in your contract when you sign. I, I, I know these guys must read oh, yeah, it. Somebody yeah. reads it for them. You know, it's like you walk into work and the guy says, oh, you can't go do this. You go do it anyways. And there's consequences mm. for that. Yeah. That makes sense. Yeah. So I, I would like to, moving on from that subject, I would like to know who you guys think. Like who are Who are some of the players that we need to be are there any sleepers in this uh, training camp class that we need to be looking for? Is Velas Jones going to be the one that's going to pop out this year? Is Brian Rob or D- Dominique Robinson going to be the guy that pops out this year? Who's the guy that the you guys are looking forward to seeing take the next step other than Justin Fields? I'll tell you after preseason game one. <laughs> <laughs> good answer, good answer, Walter. Who we want or who do we expect? Well, some of the uh, just somebody that's on your radar, PJ. Someone that I would want, or okay, All that right. you think that you think has a legitimate chance of taking, whether it, whether it's even a rookie, just taking a a big step in his rookie year, or a second year player, or a third year player. Like who's gonna? Is it is Komet gonna? Um, go out and wow everybody with his new contract and blow up the league because of it? Or is it going to be, you know, Stevenson, the the cornerback, just dominating? Um, good. Um, 
I'll I'll go with uh, shocker for me. Chase Claypool. I think, <laughs> given what he's done with us so far, which has been nothing, uh, I think being healthy, being in a, hopefully a, a healthy uh, training camp, he will come out and prove to be a great number two for us. I hope so. Well, <laughs> so far he hasn't, though. I mean, 14 catches, 140 yards. So, yeah, I I think he would be the surprise this year. Okay, so that's the guy you're 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 hoping for. Well, I'm not hoping for. I'm I'm thinking will. You think he's gonna? You think he's gonna? He's gonna bust out this year? Yes. So, do you think he gets the contract over Mooney? I kind of honestly think both of them will get it. Hmm. Wow. Depends on what they want to do in the draft. Long-term wise, I mean, do you trade up for Marvin Harrison? Because you're going to have to. We're not getting the number one pick again. Yeah. Oh, well, he's not going to be a number one pick. He probably we might have it this year with if the Panthers lose. <sighs> I don't know. I, I I see it both ways. I'm not going to sleep on the Panthers saying they're going to be terrible, but I'm not going to think they're going to be good either. Because they weren't that bad last year. True. Yeah. New coach. They have a new coaching system. They have a rookie quarterback. They traded away DJ Moore. It's possible. They also signed Adam Thielen from uh, the Vikings. I'm not saying he's DJ Moore, but he's not bad either. And uh, Miles Sanders, correct? Yeah, and replaced Deontay Foreman with Miles Sanders. Like I said, I'm not saying the Panthers are going to go crazy, win the division, and make the Super Bowl. But, I mean, are they going to be you know a top one, two team in terms of draft order? More than likely not. I agree, man. They'll, they'll win seven, eight, nine games, right? Who you got, Foster? I I got Vellis Jones. I've been talking about him for, I don't know, five, six weeks ago. We were talking about this a little bit. Okay. And I'm just going to stick with him. I, there's a couple other guys in my head, but I just, after those last three games at the end of last year, I think we discussed this where he was maybe forcing things a little bit, trying to do too much. Mm -hmm. Rookie jitters. Uh, he's an older guy. I think did he just turn twenty six already, or twenty five? I think he's twenty five. I think so. Yeah. 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 He, he was twenty five when they drafted him. Yeah. I, I'm. Uh. Yeah. That's right. I'm expecting no sophomore jinx because he shouldn't be a sophomore. I'm expecting him to do. I'm expecting to be more involved offensively, especially on those jet sweeps, and then I, I expect him to probably get the number four wide receiver position. It's, that's going to be a tough race for who's number or number five, I should say, number five. Mm -hmm. There's a nice logjam of wide receivers. <clears throat> it's it's good to say that and actually mean it for once, man. <laughs> oh, shit, they're all teams, <laughs> anyways. Chris, you have you have uh, anyone that sticks out in mind? Uh, I'd really like uh, Braxton Jones to, to have a really good year. You know, what I mean, if he can if he can solidify that left tackle. Position that's a fifth round. What are you, fifth rounder? Sure, yeah. he was. Um, then that that would be a that would be such a good pick for the Bears what they made. And I know, I know he struggled with a bull rush, but you just got to think that he's had what a full year now professional 
weight training, you know, conditioning. And the guy sounds like he's super intelligent. He sounds like he's one of these people who picks things up really quick. So, yeah, I think if he has a good year, man, that would be, be such good news to the Bears because that would be the position where we'd have to worry about because that's obviously a, a big salary position as well if we you know, if we wanted to get somebody in free agency. Um, so, yeah, I hope Braxton has a really good year because that could mean that Justin Fields has an even better year. It, it certainly could. MVP? <laughs> Ooh, uh, Fields? Yeah. 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 Fuck it, why not? Why not? Why not, Dan? Oh, why not, Dan? You Thank you. <laughs> Man, take Fuck that it. off there. Why so, not? Steve, Steve, I'm sorry, but we don't want too many people agreeing with Dan. It gets, you know. <laughs> <laughs> You see, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna say anything because I know you can just get me off the screen as soon as possible. So <laughs> I'm just gonna sit here and smile and sit here and smile and just, just be polite. <laughs> see, those, those Brits learn pretty quick, damn it. I'll tell you. Ask you a question and put oh, you yeah. on your toes, huh? <laughs> You're like, uh, <laughs> how do I answer this? He's <laughs> shell shocked right now. <laughs> you know what? I think I have my sleeper now. Uh, D'Anthony Jones out of Houston. Ooh. And drafted free agent. Wow. Okay. Yeah. So nice. you think he'll make the squad and, uh, do, do something, huh? Yeah, I think he'll do something. He, he reminds me of Lawrence Taylor a bit in the way he tackles. If you watch, he almost shoulder tackles the guy instead of does a you know, traditional wrap. Wow. Okay. Yeah, how, isn't he like six feet tall? Six two, six two. three. Oh, he's he six two. Yeah. Okay, I thought he was like yeah. six feet only. Okay. Yeah. So he was around there. I think he was about two eighty. At the end of last year, I know he's slimmed down to about 270 and change now. So. Wow, okay. But his IQ is there, and that's what really matters. You can train all the other stuff. Hmm. That's that's true, man. That's true. I like that for a sleeper. That's not, that's a good that's a good one. That's a big time sleeper. Mm-hmm. It's a position of need too. We need defensive ends like yeah, no tomorrow. So. Yeah. My my other oh and I can't remember who's the guy from from uh, the Rams that we got from the Rams who's Lewis. never healthy. Lewis was it Terrell Terrell Lewis? Yeah, Lewis. that's the other. I I I've been thinking this has been going through my head. I'm like, man, he's gonna stay healthy this year and just freak it, just just blow this thing up, man. I'm I'm hoping that, but. Um, and then the other one was the entire offensive line. They're, they're going to just step the entire up. offensive line. The entire yeah. offensive line is going to step up. They're going to be nothing like last year. They better not be. <laughs> what are you guys in chat thinking? What's your um, who's your breakout? Who's your player to watch this year? Who's the guy to watch? Who's the whether it's Eddie Jackson or who's who's the guy that's going to just going to step up and take it to another level this year that maybe you don't expect to. Cliff Victoria. Says uh, Demarcus Walker. Demarcus Walker is a good chance, a good choice too. Guys looking good in camp. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I know there's some people that think this defensive line is shit, and it might be with a couple of rookies. You know, you know, we always kind of go into this as homers, if we will, right? With high expectations, just you know, thinking the best. Right. Oh, we got. But in the meanwhile, we do have two rookies on the defensive line. We do have Andrew Billings, which is going to be 
probably um, a sleeper in my in my mind. If I had to pick someone, someone that we're not going to be, you know, nobody's really thinking about. Billings mm-hmm. could be that guy that helps elevate the defensive line. PJ Walker could be it too. Now, what I've seen today on uh, it could have been Swifty, uh, but I seen where they were showing some like defensive line drills, and the first four up was uh, Walker, Jones, uh, the guy you just mentioned, um, Demarcus. No, no, uh, yeah, Demarcus as well as Billings. Billings, those yeah. four. So, uh, I'm I'm surprised. The um, the guy we got the free agent from the Texans, um, he was a part of the four. Did I mention him? I'm sorry. It was the uh, what's his oh, name? Yeah. No, you didn't mention him. Okay, it was Walker, left defensive end, Jones, Justin Jones, the uh, tackle, Billings, the other tackle, and the guy that we got in free agency. He played with Seattle and the uh, Houston Texans. I forget his name. But he was in the first four as well. Yeah, that was Swifties. That was Swifties. I can't okay. think of his name. What the hell is his name? Yeah. Uh, Shame Green. Green. Oh, thank you. Green, yes. Thank yeah, you. He was part of the first four. And then the second four was uh, – it was uh, – Thank Gibson, you, Gibson, Dominique uh, – uh, the rookie lasher, um, those was two ends, and surprisingly, the two rookie tackles were were not part of that. Uh, I forgot what two tackles it were, but it was not either Dexter nor uh, Zach. They was on the third string with Lewis, and I forgot who the other end was. So I don't know who the two Robinson, Robinson or where? Yeah. Yeah. Robinson playing a lot of reps too, man. Yeah, Robinson was on the second team. Guys, yeah. Walter has to bounce. Let let's let him uh, get his parting words out here. I'm sorry. Yeah, sorry guys, I got to take off. Uh, you guys enjoy the rest of your night, and uh, you know training camp is here. It is time for football next. Mm-hmm. What's it, next week? We're gonna have the Hall of Fame game. Yes. So uh, you know. All right. Let's cool. right, pick on this. Um, uh, Mongo and. Virginia McCaskey are semifinalists. Yes. Uh, did did Mongo get moved to a finalist or is he still semifinalist? That they had some article out today. I oh, I didn't see that so. today. I don't know. You're calling me out. Let's see. Either uh, way. It was on police report. It could be days old for all I know. <laughs> I don't even that's gonna take me a second to find that, but yeah, it would be you. either way, I mean he's he's definitely fitting of the Hall of Fame. Virginia, yeah. Do, yeah. Do, do you think Virginia is? Sure. I do. Why not? Why not? I mean, still, yeah, why not? I mean, on precedence, I would say she is. But it's not like she's... Precedence of what? On, on having uh, basically been around. She was born like two years after the team was founded. You, you should know that. You, were, you watched her being born, probably. <laughs> <laughs> he, he's been called the baby. He said it was one of the wet nurses at that time. <laughs> but I mean, uh, the baby. she hasn't really. I mean, it's it's not like she has this legacy of of uh, of building this oh, great really? franchise. That I, she she has a legacy of 
of building the, the one of the greatest facilities in all of NFL, you know, teams and and Lake or uh, yeah, in Lake Forest, a house hall. Um, but she doesn't have all the wins and accolades that go along with someone that you would expect a, a, the owner of a team to be in the Hall of Fame for. But that being said, because of her tenure of owning the team and and being the longest tenured owner of any team uh, and having been around from almost day one, I think it kind of does warrant her being in the Hall of Fame, whether or not she um, does it while she's still if she makes it while she's still here is, is another question because she's going on 101 guys, mm-hmm. January 5th, she'll be 101. Mm-hmm. And I wanted to do a show about like a, just a show about this. Like we got to win one for her, man. Like she's for crying out loud, guys, she's hanging on for the, for a fucking super bowl. She's going on 101. It better be this year, guys. <laughs> Well, we're gonna give her two. We'll give her one this year and next year, and then if she rides off to the sunset. That's fine. There you go, Walt. There you go, man. Uh, I, okay, quick question. So, who's the only Bears per- person that's not a player that's in the Hall of Fame? There's only one out of thirty guys, I think. Josh Ellis, Jim Finks is into the Hall of Fame. Oh, the one that's not a player. Hmm. So Virginia could be next. That would be fitting if it was. So you guys, you guys would have never got that, right? No, I wouldn't have. No, we're not that old, no. Walter. <laughs> Shut up, Walter. <laughs> <laughs> Walter, man, thank you for for joining us tonight. We're going to be talking this weekend, Walter. Yeah, Walter's. We got some good stuff coming up with Walter on the show. So um, appreciate you, man. We don't want to keep you too much longer. I know oh, we, yeah. had, we had. Thanks for having me. We had Bearski last week. I had to leave the the bedroom and go out to the garage, and still got in trouble. So we don't want to do that to you. Man. <laughs> <laughs> we'll talk yeah. to you, Walter. Have nice meeting you, Walter. Thanks, guys. See you later, Thanks guys. for on, Walter. Yeah. on, Walter. Man, I love your calm, cool collectiveness and in, in all this madness. I love how we're getting around to him too. He's yeah. he's start he's he's starting to get the he's he just burned you. So he's coming around. That, that's, that's that's what is expected, man. He, that's why I said Hopefully, he pulled, yes. he pulled a PJ and got it right in there like that, man. Think about it. <laughs> Stepping right up. Yeah, good. Great to meet you. Thanks for coming on, Walter. Yeah. Well, PJ, stay safe. Have a great I weekend. I got a glass buddy. of thirty-six bar question. <laughs> yeah, get out of here before you get that. Yeah. <laughs> I got one more question for you. Oh no. no. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that was good man that was good dude oh, oh man guys All i right. do have to wrap this up soon myself because uh i'm getting murdered at work and i have to start early so gotcha well we're gonna address what uh, robert says in your chat let's see saying something about uh arlington heights oh where is that it was patrick mcgardle i'm sorry oh patrick yeah oh you got it I'm going to click it. Don't do anything. There we go. Do you guys only discuss the team on the field? I'd love to hear an update of, on their potential move to Arlington Heights. Mm. Well, we need, we need your mom. We need, we need my my mom was actually on in the background. Mm-hmm. She oh, never man. came back on, though. Oh, uh, man, I could have said a lot to you, mom. Patrick, I will say this, though. She came on a little bit early, and I was like, no, come back and she said 10 o'clock that would be 
Well, that's 10 o'clock. She should be on here right now. She has all the updates. Mammy's on that shit. But one of the interesting things, Patrick, they had talked about was other cities that had put their names in the ring, and Waukegan was one of them. Waukegan has lakefront property that they could build a stadium on, and we'd still have kind of the same ambiance. And really, Waukegan, as a crow flies, is not that much farther north than where the Bears play right now. So that's going to piss off a lot of people. But if they did do that, I think that'd be a, a good move as far as keeping the team on the lakefront and still having that ambiance and still having the lakefront weather and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, Woodstock is another one that was yeah. put in the, in the, in the ring. Woodstock is where you're going to be, Chris, when you come to visit. So you're going to be like, wait, they wanted to put a fucking stadium here. Not, not if you're smart, Chris, I'm just telling you. Oh no, it was rock. Hey, hey Foster. Rockford, sorry. <laughs> Foster, I just have to say that I'm uh, I'm a little bit scared about you know because Dan's basically I'm staying uh, for the first week with Dan and his lovely family, uh, and I'm we're staying at his auntie's house, what's like in the middle of nowhere. And I think really Dan's a part of a cult, and I, I think that I'm going to turn up there and I'll be there wearing white robes and try <laughs> to drag me into his cult. <laughs> so you were there already, right? Yeah. yeah, you'll never see me again. You'll never see me again after October. That'll be it. No more Chris Watts. I'll just be, I follow Dan. I follow Dan. That's what he told you. You're not going back. That's why he was saying that. He's keeping it. Uh, we're going to hook, we're gonna you hook you up with your sister. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Woo-hoo. yeah we, we have, I, just, I want to answer Pat real quick. We we've been this is probably the first time that we haven't talked about it. Maybe in the last ten weeks, there's maybe two or three times we haven't brought it up. If you remember the last time, guys, we we decided not to talk about it. We had a five minute conversation about it, and we all said in the end, yeah, they're just going to end up playing the game and moving to Arlington Heights. So yeah. that's where we kind of left that. Was it last week or the week before? I don't know, but that's what we were talking about. We'll get Mammy on and get you an update, Patrick. Try and do Mammy should be on here any second, but it's 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 getting a little bit late for me because I, I do have to go to bed. I know you got to run. Do the last uh, Man, I, I tell you what, there's three of us that, that do what I do. One person just re- – tomorrow is his last day. He's retiring. Oh, so now there's well. only two of us that do what I do. So now I'm, like, literally getting up early to work and working late so it's retro keep up those super chats so i can quit my job <laughs> we, need, we only need six thousand three hundred more subscribers and we're there dude yeah, exactly <laughs> retro paid two dollars to say mfr virginia yeah. is a total bear how, how the, the fuck <laughs> she is She's Thank seen you, all the cha- she's seen every champ or she's been alive for every championship except for the first one. Yeah. Uh, Crazy, right? Just not enough. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, that it, it Doug Van Dorn, that fucking sucks, Dan. It does, dude. I make circuit board. I don't, don't bring, this don't is, bring this, your work in here. This is what I make for a living. I make circuit boards for a fuck. I'm so you know. Come on, guys. Tell your friends. Get, just, get them to like and subscribe. Set the notifications so I can stop making circuit boards for your fucking airplanes. And just in case you guys didn't know, he just want to carry it around in his back pocket for you guys can see. Samples. 
Look at this fucking circuit board I made, you guys. This this one on a fighter jet. Crazy motherfucker. Well, where's the plane, man? Bring me the plane. I don't want the circuit board. I need scrap parts. Here's another dumb, circuit board. Look, you ever seen one of these Stop circuit boards that bends? Fuck these things. I tell you that much. Dan, do you, do, just go ask you, like, what do you do? Do you actually design and make a prototype and then it goes to factory and they mass produce it? Is that how it works? Um, other way around. I work for the company that mass produces them and then I help them. To, I do it for them. I work directly with them. Right, right. Don't, it's a, it's a, it's a, Chris, it's a clusterfuck. Chris, don't be asking him those kind of questions anymore, dude. No, don't be. You know what, Chris? <laughs> fuck okay. out of here with your. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Dan, I got six more questions for you. I just. I'm trying to get around. That's like the. That's like the fourth fucking time today, man. That fucking hell, man. Come on, give me a break, brother. Get, I, thought, I thought we knew our pals, Dan. You know what I mean? You know, I'm, I'm, I'm coming over to America. You know what I mean? You, know, you, you got to take care of me, sir. Please. <laughs> and, and, and Chris, you thought it was me. See? It's, it's not me. And, uh, and, uh, it's, only, it's only PJ 33% of the time. <laughs> that is true. That is true, though. Yeah. I have learned my lesson with PJ. I know, I know which, you know, I, you know, I know that certain ways. That, that's it, it. You're off. Fuck it, Chris Watts. Fuck it. It's like it's only, it's only quarter past four in the morning. Fuck that English guy. <laughs> yeah, if you were more, if only you were more committed, Chris. <laughs> hey, I know, I know. How much? What, what? What more can I give you? You know what I mean. You don't, you don't have to be more committed, man. Just stay as committed as you are, because if you, if you are more committed, I've nearly been probably com get committed. I've nearly have been committed about three or four times. <laughs> I like what Doug Doug says here. Well, at least the end users for your circuit boards are a little more exotic than the circuit boards for the lock and a pay toilet. <laughs> <laughs> This 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 fucking board right here, this is like oh, one of the crap. most difficult boards. Yeah, I, 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 that's right. I'm gonna I'm actually gonna I'm gonna put it up here right the, like this. Look at that. Look at this thing. It's got it's got a copper core in the center of it. Look at that. Look at that copper. It's you don't even know. You don't, you have no idea. You have no idea. What it takes to make one of those? What's it for? The, hey, Dan. What Dan is it for? A toaster. What's that? Hey, Dan, is it for a is it for a toaster? This one is for the toaster. Damn, my microwave's acting up. That that one's for the toaster. I got one question. Oh, so we get out of here, though. Oh fuck! You mean twenty-eight questions? One question. What's on the menu tonight? Oh, that's a long answer. <laughs> Mark, thanks for joining us tonight, Mark. We will see you again next week, hopefully. <laughs> yes, thanks, Marco. Hope you're feeling better mm -hmm. from that stuff around the fourth, buddy. Yeah, hope you hope you feel better, Mark. Yeah, man, that cough. You got to get rid of that cough, dude. That's not good. Poor, poor notorious has been in his his attic all night chasing rats. <laughs> 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 this is like the third comedy. 
I'm back from the call space, man. I can't take these rats. Anybody know good exterminators? <laughs> he was asking, he's like, he's like, dude, is there any houses cheap for sale in the suburbs? I got to get the hell out of Chicago between the insanity and the rats. Man. <laughs> Don't worry, Notorious. There is hope. Oh, I like what Doug, Doug here. Doug's saying, good thing you can't see the components that are supposed to go on those circuit boards, Dan, or the ITAR cops will be tapping you on the shoulder soon. No shit. Yep. You are correct about that. <laughs> the ITAR cops. You couldn't said it. You couldn't have said it either. Nobody knows what you're talking about but me, but that's why you're the man, Doug. I've got family and friends in that field. I know you can be a big shit for doing that. We do have uh, Cliff's rotisserie, weekly rotisserie. Yeah. <laughs> yes. This is Cliff's delicious meal. Thank you, Cliff. Appreciate you, brother. Rotisserie chuck roast today. It was yes. like a mini brisket. Yes. And then, <laughs> yes. 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 <laughs> yes. PJ's in a trance. Uh, now, let, let's like see Homer like. uh, I appreciate a good chef. I appreciate a good chef. Let's see what it looks like um, sliced up. Hey, did you guys notice everybody's names or no? Scrody, PJ King Homer. Oh, fuck, you didn't. Chris Witz. <laughs> <laughs> I've got no Witz left, man. Like Jeez. 45 minutes, man. Yeah. <laughs> Look at with his sliced mm, mm. chuck Ooh. roast with this. Damn, that looks good. Mm. What is a chuck roast? What? What is it? What is a chuck roast? A guy named Chuck. I don't know what one is. It, 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 he's a he's a roasting. <laughs> it's a, a middle grade beef roast, man. That you like, like if you made pot right, right, or something like that. All right, right, fair enough. But he he done rotisseried it like a chicken, and I know it's good because I've done that myself. Retro is signing off. Good night, yes. Retro. Thanks for joining us. Thanks for your super chats, man. You are what makes BCP go around. See Thank you, you mate. Man. Thanks for the support, and and I and I really appreciate the public service message that you paid ten bucks for, dude. Absolutely, yeah. dude. It was very. I've been trying to talk about yeah. that a little bit every show, and I keep forgetting. Yeah, because it's just such important stuff. Everybody's affected. Almost everybody you know is affected in one way or another. Mm -hmm. They have somebody like that in their life, and and it's just things that you don't think about. You mm -hmm. know, you don't you you, mm -hmm. you don't know the guy walking down the street next to you. You don't know why he looks so sad or whatever. You don't know. Unless you ask. Yeah, you have a good night, Retro. And I appreciate the yeah, it's all behind the eyes. I appreciate yeah. the message. All behind the eyes. Well, guys, I think that is the end to another great show. So I can fucking get up extra early and make circuit boards for all you circuit board loving motherfuckers. One of the shortest shows we ever had, huh? Yeah. Yeah. It's because I were. It's because I were on. Chris. Yeah, usually, usually we're on until Chris. It's because I'm in the on. Morning in England. Man, it's because I'm on. You're all fed up to me already. So after the fourth hour, you see Chris Watts. It's seven twenty a.m., mate. Chris, I want you to know, man. I appreciate you coming on tonight, man. Thank you, Chris, for coming on. Yeah, absolutely. Oh, honestly, this has been the highlight of my last two weeks is doing this show. And uh, 
it's just going to be a bit weird because, because like I always say, on a Friday morning, you know, I get I get my cup of tea and my crumpet, and I, you know, you're you're the first thing I put on, and it's always a great way to start the Friday. So I'm so I'm so honoured to be a part of it, and you're all such top guys, and um, and like oh yeah. It's just going to be great when the season starts, and then we've got some some proper football to talk about. But oh, yeah. no, I appreciate that, PJ man, coming from yourself, and uh, yeah, it's been an absolute blast for the last how long we've been doing it. But uh, yeah, I kept thinking, well, you know, we're a bit short. Huh? It must be me. It must be me letting my side down. <laughs> no, not at all. Not at all, man. I appreciate you coming on. No, but really pre- it's just been. A- Cheers, mate. It's just been a laugh. Oh yeah. Is that exactly what my doctor ordered anyway? <laughs> That's what we're here for, man. Thank you, Chris. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. Man. And Foster, Foster, man, me and you are going to have a good time in Chicago, man. Absolutely. At the Raiders game or, or, or at the, um, the bar room do if you get into that, man. I, I can't wait to meet you in person, man. Uh, we'll have such Same a giggle. We'll have such a laugh because I think me and you are quite similar. Um, so I think we'll have a, we'll have a, a good old laugh and uh, and freak some people out. <laughs> Absolutely, well, man. You're, I'm older, so you're the British version. Yeah. You're the British <laughs> By the time you leave, Chris, I had hair once too. You're gonna be Foster's brother-in-law. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! You'll just you just the bit Foster have like a video of it. It'll just be like these women's hands dragging me back through a doorway into a darkened room, and I'm like, oh Foster, Foster, what's going on? <laughs> Dan is my master. Dan is my master. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> It'll be like day yeah. three. Like, how do I extend my visa? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I don't actually get to California. Let's get out of here. Just get in my car and we go. Yeah, let's, let's give a hey, shout out good. to the hey, chat. Yes. Let's please give a shout out to the chat. We got Doug Van Dorn, uh, Cliff Victoria. You guys love you guys. Brian, thanks for hanging out with us tonight. Yes, we'll sir. have you on next week to. Uh, Next week, we're going to have Lesser Wilt Fong Jr. on again. We Or not again. We're going to have him on. But we want to bring you guys on from that have been on the show to ask him a question or two. Um, just to, you know, he's he's the editor-in-chief of the Windy City Gridiron. So that's going to be um, – he'll have lots of good shit to talk about the Bears. We're going to, we're going to, that'll, that'll be a straight show. Um, Notorious B, TBG, man. We love you. Thanks for joining us tonight, TBG, man. It's – Yes, awesome sir. to see you guys. Linda Foster, thanks for joining us. I drank your lemonade, Lynn. Retro, always. <laughs> Nothing but love, Retro. Mark Kazak, thanks for joining us. Mr. Mayhem. Uh, Mr. Mayhem. Beerman. Robert Friel. Patrick yes. McGardle. Yes. STC. Hair, Hair Bear stopped in. Swifty. Yes, STC. Swifty. Swifty. Retro music. Steve S. Steve S. Fifteen dollars yes. in super chat tonight. Thank you, Steve S. Yes. Steve S. Yeah, Steve S. I, I want to do that. I get to get a raise. All right. All right. Thank you, Steve yeah. S. Yeah. Brian, Brian Gilmore. Gilmore. Brian, you can Brian you can Gilmore eat pizza. <laughs> what else we have in here tonight? Um, did, did we mention STC? STC. Yeah. I'm going back to the beginning. Uh, let's see. Yeah, I just was doing that. 
Notorious Bears Country Podcast was in here tonight. Thank you, Bears, oh, Bears Country, Country Podcast. Podcast. Thanks for joining us tonight, yeah. Mr. Shorty. <laughs> thanks for joining us. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I've already heard bad things about them. <laughs> <laughs> I've already heard bad things about that year. <laughs> Squeegee, Squeegee was in tonight. He'll be on next week to talk to uh, Walt or Lester, Lester Wiltfong Jr. Uh, let's see. I think that's about it. We love you guys. You guys are what makes it. Rob Ravi came in. He 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 hopped in yeah. the show. For a bit. Yeah. Ravi, Ravi. Ravi. Much Ravi. Come you coming in. That was a little difficult for him. He's times big time difference there. Wow. I've been talking to Ravi for two or three years, man. Where is he at? Is he ahead of us or behind I, us? I forgot. I forgot. I just was talking the other night about it too, and I forgot because I I just that's my mind. It's screwed God, up. You got hit in head too many times, huh? Yeah. <laughs> For sure. <laughs> I don't know why that scratched me up. I really don't know why it scratched me up. <laughs> oh, man, that scratched me up, Dan. I don't fucking hell. <laughs> well, Chris, stick around after the show. I want to talk to you for a minute. Um, cool. Guys, cool worries, mate. Thank you all so much for joining us tonight. Uh, you are the reason why BCP goes around. Um, without you, we would not exist. So thank you all. Thank you especially to all of you who uh, donated to BCP and Super Chat. Yes. Uh, so we can keep the lights on here. And yes. now I'm going to have to give a portion of that to Chris. So so thank you, guys. <laughs> wait, wait. I, real quick, one more question, Mr. Shorty. Why do right. I got to pay 50 bucks every month and you pay these guys? <laughs> he's on, he's, he's, it's a conspiracy. He's on, he's on yeah, me. I thought he's on to me, Chris. It's a conspiracy against you, mate. Now, now Chris is on, he just told me it's going to be seventy-five bucks a month. I can't figure this shit out. But... Uh, I'm writing the checks. We We'll see you guys next week, uh, Thursday, nine p.m. again. Until then, one. Peace. Two, three, bears. 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 <laughs>